Happy New Year. Happy 2020. We're back. That was long saying that. 2022. Yes. 2022. Took a two-week break. Now we're back. Yes, because we had our own New Year resolution that yes. we had to get together. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, that that's uh, we'll talk about New Year's resolutions and things like that later. Yes. But welcome back, guys. Welcome back. We is here. We are back better than ever. Yes. All right. So let's just get into it. So into it. wins and losses of this week for you. Um. So win is that this isn't just this week. I said the last couple of weeks that. I've been really getting like some, like more uh, like makeup and beauty mm-hmm. brand deals yes. or opportunities. So you know what I'm talking about. So well um, deserved. Thank you. Well, y'all know um, I'm trying to not. I'm trying. I'm doing less hair just because I've I have other passions along with hair, and I feel like I let hair once again, like hair content, anyways, mm-hmm. just take over. Like what I was mainly doing and I was neglecting other things I want to post about. So lately I've been posting more um, like beauty and like lifestyle type things. Yeah. And it's been looking now, good. Thank you. I don't know if y'all noticed I've been posting more the reels yeah. and the TikToks. Stuff, I love you know. it. Thank you. I'm here for it. But um, yeah, so now, you know, those opportunities are starting to roll in way, way more. I, they will be more kind of uh, spaced out, but now like they're coming in more, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm excited about and then loss, uh, really, I'm experiencing my loss right now. So if y'all see me drifting off into the wind, it's because I'm feeling under the weather. And it's not COVID. <laughs> it's like, I honestly think it's like not really, it's like food poisoning, but it's not anyways. I just started feeling like crap after I ate some food last night. So, yeah. So I think that might be what it is. But that is my loss right now. Hope you feel better throughout the it's show a, That's why I got ginger. right ginger. They didn't have ginger ale, so that's the best thing. <laughs> so for me, my win. Well, okay. So last Monday, had a photo shoot with yeah. uh, my friends slash coworkers um, at the gym for our next event uh, for Bands and Brunch, which, which will be February twenty sixth. But anyways, um, I think the win about it is I thought about this concept and I like of the photo shoot, and mm-hmm. I told everybody about it, uh, like in my group how I wanted it to be, how I think we could do it and stuff. And then we really, like, executed it. I just can't believe, like, I thought of something. I kind of wrote I wrote it out. I typed it out, and I told them. And, like, collectively, it's not just me by myself, like, yeah. thinking of all this stuff. Like, together, we just kind of, like, figured out what we wanted, and we literally did it. Like, Let's I just can't. It. I can't believe it. Like, That's so it. it went really well. Um, Lost. I'm honestly trying to think. I've been super positive lately. That's good. So... If anything negative or bad did happen, I just feel like I've been like internalizing it pretty well. So I can't even really think of anything off the top of my head at the moment. And we will be talking about that later with dealing with stress. Yes. So, oh, I got. I have another loss that I can take. Yeah. My nail came off. Oh. So yeah. Hate when that happens. Yeah, but it, they're getting um done on Friday by Michi, who I shouted out a couple of episodes ago. Go check yeah, out. Go check so, her out. Okay, so we got our song of the week. So yeah. Go ahead and tell us about your song. I'm so, blame both of ours. Mine's is so we were just talking about it. I thought it was hers and his, hers, yeah, his and hers. But she said it's hours and hours and hours, and I was wondering why she spelled hers H R S hours and hours by Mooney Long. This song has had a chokehold on all social media platforms. So go ahead and play it. It's a Literally. nice little love song.
No, it's not playing. Hold on. Give us a second. I would sing a cappella, but I know y'all don't want to hear that. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> Man, come on, Donnie. Hold on. That's some technical difficulties again. Oh, but my ring notification came back. Hold on. Let me see if it's, uh, let me connect to the Wi-Fi. Do, do, do. Here we go. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah. I don't usually do this, but um. Oh my God. Can I sing to you? For hours, I wanna give you your flowers and some champagne showers, all the shrimp and lobster towels. But it's me that gets devoured. Ooh, <laughs> you do. She can sing so good, so peaceful. She's cute too. She's so pretty. Did you see when she posted? She has like a whole <laughs> husband. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. I said, so this is who this song was about. Literally. I like to see that from um like uh, singers and stuff when they write a song about something like love. And you see who was it about? The inspiration. We love to see it. I like the video she posted. It was cute. Okay, so my song is probably one that y'all heard a lot too. Sorry, but <laughs> it's the Sprite. Why do every time I come on, I like her? Maybe you always do. You just don't notice it to get on the show. Maybe. But we also be drinking bubbly stuff too. So I think that's another reason why. So my song is Pressure by Ari Lennox, oh, which yeah. is a nice little by with little Ari Lennox over here. So play that. too i mean working out to it as well there's certain mm-hmm. songs that are like r&b that i can work out to yeah. then there's some i'm like i can't apple do music it. has a playlist called r&b and workout really? i literally uh like me and orlean my workout partner we listen to that th- every time really i need to check that out i like that i don't know why but i like it over like rap music i guess for me it depends on the day i can do, i have to have like rap music when i'm doing like a leg day because mm-hmm. it's just a much much mm-hmm. like intensive workout but i feel like when i'm doing like any type of back or upper body i could listen to slower music but shout out to ari lennox love you the moms (laughs) love you what have you been watching on tv so i've been watching a lot on tv but something that i want y'all to watch because it is so funny if you got hbo max watch insecure i finished it i forgot you did okay okay let's talk about (laughs) i don't even know what to say i forgot to tell y'all finished okay we're gonna talk about that uh when we do uh what's new We'll okay. replace one of the other goddamn segments with that because we, we got to talk. But they finish Insecure for sure. We'll talk about that later. And, but the, um, it's on HBO Max. It's an HBO, I guess, like original. It's called The Secret Sex Lives of College Girls. I 
finished you that watched too. that <laughs> literally son i watched it in one day literally i just had it on i love that show that show was it's the first season it's a the new first show. episode it's so was funny. like mm, it was so long it was 51 minutes yeah, it was long. So I was trying to get into it, but I did. I like it. I liked it too. It is so <clears throat> funny. It's basically about these like four random girls that end up being college roommates. roommates. And just like them being in college. It's called the secret sex lives. It's not as sex it's not heavy. About, yeah, it's it's not, not as sex heavy as you think it is going to be. Because at first I thought it was gonna be like some weird some weird shit. shit. Honestly. <laughs> so I was like, but once after the first episode, I was like, okay, it's more subtle. That I thought, but it's like it's like funny, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, of course it's like, but it's it's not just it's like them being in college in just general, just like the, the random stuff you go through, through when they in, in college, college and their own like individual experiences. Just, so yeah. y'all should watch it. The Secret Sex Lives of College. It's Girls very diverse. HBO. Like all there's four roommates, mm-hmm. and all of them are like so different. Yeah, and you, like you know how college is, you literally get random roommates. So it's kind of like ooh, just that first day you don't yeah. know what's gonna happen, and it's just kind of like. Their ups and downs, the way yeah. they bond, which I'm becoming like friends. friends yeah. yeah, but it's, it's a good show. Y'all should watch it. It's funny. So. Yeah, we basically had the same TV of the week. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna talk about uh, those two. Well, look at it connected. Okay. Now, oh, uh, before we move on, we want to tell them what we sipping on. Oh, um, we've already Corbel. Y'all might as well sponsor us. I really hope I'm saying this right. Corbel, <laughs> Corbel, Corbel. Corbel. I feel like Corbel sounds more fancy. It's good. This is what we were sipping on uh, for New Year's. Yeah, that's And too. Black Girl Magic Sparkling Wine. Mm-hmm. Which was so also was on good. the show as well, so. So we're turning into Champagne Girls. Champagne Girls, the bubbles. I got that bug. Yes. Okay. Moving on to Black Excellence. So um, I guess I'll just start off. Mm-hmm. So my Black Excellence of the week is Miss Jelani Weaver. And she's a photographer, a Dallas-based photographer. She also travels sometimes, like, to different cities, too. But, um... So if you follow me on Instagram, you just recently saw that I did like a little early 2000s inspired throwback uh, shoot. And she was the photographer. I also did another one with her a couple of weeks before that. I had like the black the dress sexy, on. The essential yeah. on the grown woman. Grown no, woman. But we did that at the Lumen Room. So she's a great photographer. She's in Dallas. I've been knowing her since like 2015. I gonna have to like put up the first photo shoot like we mm-hmm. ever did together versus like now because the glow up is real but i don't even girl. i don't even yeah no her as a photographer mm-hmm. like editing skills and everything i don't even remember how we met i'm not even gonna lie to you i genuinely cannot remember but i'm glad we did but her instagram is gonna be in the description because i can say it out loud but it's just yeah. better if you read if it you but read, it's yeah. it's literally lonnie l-o-n-n and then it's four eyes j and then I also in the description have uh the website to a photographer uh photography page so you can book with her. But she is having spots. Uh it's called the Sweetheart Mini Session. So if you go on my Instagram, you look at the little throwback theme uh shoot that we did, you can book one for January the 29th, I believe. It's January the 29th. Mm-hmm. I had to double check that. But it's on her um website and stuff like that. So if you want to book, she got a couple of spots left. And you want your book thing or yeah, you know, friends. whatever. But yes. Lonnie, well, I call her Lonnie, but yeah, she's a great photographer, great girl, and I love working with other Black women. So, mm-hmm. um, so this year, like, one of like our resolutions is to just collab more with each other because it's like we're literally both here in, in Dallas. Dallas. Why, yeah. why are we not collaborating more often? So it's just like I get content in return. You know, she gets the exposure and mm-hmm. she gets the uh, people like really be booking. Okay, like, yeah, great. people reached out to me and was like, hey, you know. You know, ask that's me good. questions and then like go and book. So it's just like it's a win win for everybody. So 
that's like one of the resolutions I have for this year. Just those more meaningful like collabs, mm-hmm. you know. It means more. Yeah. So what both parties win. Yeah. All right. So um, my black ex- first, I want to give quick announcement. So announcement, dream- announcement. <laughs> Since we're talking about black excellence, we'll talk about dream performance. As y'all know, that's the gym that I work at. So January 29th at 10 a.m., we are doing a community workout. So if you're in the DFW, you know, you can easily pull up. We are located on the east side of Fort Worth. So this is going to be a really, like, bomb community workout. Um, When I say community, I mean, like, our members will be there, but we're opening up our doors to mm-hmm. the community for free. So if you, anyone oh, so can this come. this event is free. Yeah, it's free. Okay, so anyone cool. can come. So um, it's going to be a combined, like, hit boot camp style workout um, plus boxing and mm-hmm. cycling. So you're getting, like, triple threat type stuff like it's it's free so it's really good for you to come in get to know our coaches see our facility and like honestly use our equipment um i'm excited we've never done something like this before we've done like community workouts with boxing and like the boot camp style Mm -hmm. uh so when i say boot camp i mean like like hit yeah so if you know just kind of google boot camp it's not it's not like it's it's Open to all fitness levels. I know the word boot camp can be yeah. like scary, um, but it's open to all fitness levels. We give you modifications, mm. so check us out. Um, I'll put the you do have I believe sign have to sign up for it, but I'll put more mm-hmm. um, description in that link so you can get the full feel of what's going on. All right, so now into my black excellence. So I don't know if you guys saw, um, but this post has been going around. There's a black woman-owned art gallery in Dallas now. So I saw about that. Her name is Daisha Board, and then the gallery is called Daisha Board Gallery. So the address, I'll put it in the description. I'm not going to say it. Mm-hmm. I'll just put it in the description. Um, but it's, it's, it's in Dallas. Um, her website is www.daishaboardgallery.com. So this gallery is open because the hours do matter. You just can't pull up any time. Um, Tuesday to fr- to friday noon to 6 p.m and then saturdays 1 p.m to 6 p.m so you can I, i'm actually i have a website up i'm going to read y'all like um just a quick description of what she's her vibe um so deja board gallery is a contemporary art gallery representing biopic artists lgbtq and artists with disabilities so um it's media, mixed cool. media, sculptures, photography, performance, arts, digital media. So from February, hold on. I'm sorry, from January 5th to February 5th, there's like a exhibition in there right now. It's called Unseen, and the artist is Sheridan, Sheridan Barnes. Oh, I see right here. So you can, whenever you go, I guess right now with those hours from February 5th, I mean, January 5th to February 5th, you'll be seeing like that one artist, like her exhibition. And mm-hmm. then you're also able to purchase art as well. You can purchase it there or online. This so, yeah. Cool. I'm so that solo exhibition is called Unseen. So if you want something to do, you know. You can go do that. We're going to have to go. Yeah, I was thinking about going uh, just to check it out, just to show our support since we are oh, talking yeah. about it. And it's just like kind of like, you know, you see so much on social media, like a black woman, this, a black yeah, woman, this. And it's and being other states. states. It's, yeah. it's something very much local that you can pull up to and see for yourself. Mm, we got to go to that. Yes. I've been waiting on stuff like this. Yes. That happened in the Dallas area. Dallas, I'm going to come up 
look come up for uh a lot of creatives and stuff. Yes. That's really cool. I like that. We, yeah, we definitely going to have to go. So that is my black excellence. Black excellence. Okay. We'd love to see it. All right. Moving on. Okay. So next we have Ask Baby Mia. So our question of the week. So do you want to read the question? Okay. What does toxic mean to you and how do you avoid being toxic? I'm not sure if I am or not. Yes. Ooh. Okay. So remember, we as Bev and me, we keep everything confidential, and we decided to move it up. Boom, boom, boom. Give up. y'all our undivided attention. Of course, instead <laughs> of saving it to the end, and we were like, we don't ever want to rush through trying to yes. give like actual, you know, advice, advice. that you need. Add, you yeah, want. that you specifically asked us. So, but again, what does toxic mean to you, and how do you avoid being toxic? I'm not sure if I am or not. So I feel like. With being it's hard to with toxic, I feel like because social media tells you all these things that are supposed to mm-hmm. be toxic. So I feel like sometimes I don't, I feel like everybody has their own. I think own the definition. word is subjective mm-hmm. because it's just kind of like what may be toxic to you may not necessarily be toxic to me, you know. Or what's a Let's, I'm gonna Google toxic and see what Webster says. Because <laughs> obviously, you know, it means like yeah, something. So, that, it means. Poisonous, very harmful or unpleasant um, in an insidious way. I'm going to say person. Yeah. So I'm just say like a toxic person. <laughs> I was, feel like. You see. Okay. So a toxic person is anyone whose behavior adds negativity and upset to your life. Okay. That sounds like a solid. Stressful, trauma. Mm-hmm. This yeah. sounds like a solid little definition. So, yeah, basically, I was just going to say someone who is toxic or has toxic behaviors, basically, they just act in a way that just negatively affects another person, like, greatly, like, to yes. on, on a, like, daily basis type thing. So, I mean, I feel like to avoid being toxic, it's more of self-awareness. And self-awareness, self-affection. So it's like, it's more of like, if somebody tells you, when you do this, it makes me feel like this. It's not, uh, I feel like everybody's so quick that when people try to tell you, I feel like everybody thinks they're not toxic, toxic or yeah. they don't do toxic things. So I feel like when somebody tries to come and tell you like, hey, when you do this, it makes me feel this way. Everybody's first reaction, I, yeah, I am a good person, yeah. you know. I I would never, you know. And so you get defensive and you neglect that person's feelings which are very much valid instead mm-hmm. of just listening and hearing them out you just get on defense mode you shut them out which is a toxic trait but i feel like um listening to people when they tell you like when you do this specific thing and i feel like for people to tell you when you do this that means you do it often because most time people kind of let things slide for a little bit for a little they bit kind of see it's, like actual it's a habit, habit. yeah exactly have, yeah. so when people tell you hey like when you do this more than likely you haven't done it just once One or time, twice, yeah. you've done it a couple. You've done it several times. Uh, it makes me feel this way. I don't like when you do this. Is it? Um, you know, it makes me feel negative. It makes me feel sad. It makes me feel down. Mm-hmm. Less than you know. And I feel like it's important to listen to people when they tell you how whatever you do makes them feel. But also, you just have to have a certain level of self awareness and self. Ref- mm-hmm. So when you can self reflect and think about, okay, the times that I did this that made this person feel this way and actually making an intentional habit mm-hmm. to cut it or like to obviously you can't 
some things don't go cold turkey and you just stop in one day. Mm-hmm. It becomes less and less. But just making an actual effort into ceasing whatever yeah. this toxic trait is. Just I guess this person could just ask, like ask mm-hmm. your family, your friends, or because it seems like maybe there's like a particular situation you could be possibly mm-hmm. going through at the moment. You know, ask and be ready to receive the truth Mm -hmm. even if the truth is not what you want to hear just be open to like room to change and room to grow and don't let it like um i guess make you feel bad about yourself or less yeah just look at it as a way like okay so if you ask whoever and they say yes you are toxic and give you these examples Mm kind of just think about okay wow like how can I grow from this? Like yeah. use it as a learning experience, a learning experience versus like a life defining moment. Yeah. Type thing. It doesn't necessarily define yeah. you because everybody is able to change, change for yeah, the better. For sure. So it's just kind of like, like I said, just being open, open to it, to actually to the, criti- the constructive criticism. criticism. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, cause I feel like, like for an example, I feel like a toxic trait I used to have when I was like 18, 19, when I got mad, I used to like just throw shit. Mm-hmm. And I like will punch walls. And I remember the last time when I did it and it's like something clicked in my head was like, this is not it. Mm-hmm. This is I think I hurt my shoulder when I did it. And it's like it clicked. I was like, you cannot. This is not cute. This is not healthy. This mm-hmm. is not safe. Because you can accidentally throw something at somebody. So I always thought like, oh, okay, like if I throw things, that's the better way for me to, you know, not want to fight somebody or whatever mm-hmm. like that. But it's just kind of like there are other ways that are actually much healthier mm-hmm. and safer. So after that, like I did a lot of, lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of self-reflection so and being real with myself and being like, Bev, that shit you're doing is not, it. You, you cannot, you can't be grown throwing mm-hmm. things like that's nobody's one nobody's going to be friends with you nobody's going to want to be with you if that's how you react when mm-hmm. you're upset about something versus a more you know everybody or even it's just like something that's less, less hectic you know yeah. so it's just like over time i've like i had to intentionally like when i would get mad i had to adopt other ways to you know release that mm-hmm. anger so for me it's mostly like deep breathing and walking away and that's mm-hmm. what i do and and I had to stop caring about whether people thought like, oh, that makes you weak. scary or weak. I yeah. didn't care because I was like, if I don't do this, then it could be something. I don't want to do that. So it's just like the intention of it's like, you no matter what the people say, you know, whatever the intention of actually trying to change something that, you know, that could possibly be toxic. Because it's like I never hurt anybody mm-hmm. in the process, but I feel like it, I could have eventually. And that was just not a good behavior or trait yeah. to have some. Yeah. So, that's good i like that answer thank you but yeah so again if you don't know if you are or not i mean everybody has done something toxic, toxic i yeah. say like everybody has like bad not bad but just not the best behaviors or practices you just got to be open to listening and also just paying attention to when you know just how when you interact with people mm-hmm. and maybe noticing like every time you say this or do this to a person or, or people and just watch the reactions, mm-hmm. like paying attention to people as well. And it's just kind of like, you know, you can you can feel when people's mood change and yeah. things like that, too. So just be more self-aware and, you know, and being intentional in when you do become aware of things and actually changing, changing it yeah. versus just thinking that oh, ain't nothing wrong with me. It's like we all have things that we have to work on. So no one is yes. um, excluded from yes. this. But well said, well said. Thank you. All, right. all right. Next. It's my segment. We're finna get molded with me. How to get molded. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, so today I'm going to be talking about how to find balance. So what inspired me is I feel like to talk about this, I feel like when I get um, clients, um, they are struggling with trying to find the balance. So how do I balance my work life, my personal life? How do I add in work? I mean, how do I add in working out to that and eating clean and stuff? So I just feel like finding balance between exercising regularly, eating clean, your personal life, your work life, your hobbies, your friends, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera. It can be difficult. It can really get be challenging to get to that point where you feel like, ooh, I finally have it all together, or you feel that sense of balance. So I feel like before you actually get to that point to feel like, yes, I have it together. Yes, I have balance. You actually have to make time to like sit down and reflect. So when I say reflect, I mean like, Figure out how am I going to build new habits? Mm-hmm. What systems do I need in place? How do I get organized? Um, mm-hmm. What boundaries do I need to set? You have to actually like sit down yeah. first before that happens. Before you can think about step one, step two, step three, you got to think. So like a full examination of like your current lifestyle, trying to figure out what's working and what's not working. Like you're not just going to wake up one day and things are going to just change. Mm-hmm. Like just because you have a strong desire to see changes in your life, you actually got to put action to it. So yeah. today I want to like kind of inspire y'all and talk to y'all about like, how do I get action? How do I get it going? Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is not like a one size fits all type yeah. of solution, but I just kind of want to open y'all's eyes. So I'm going to give y'all some strategies on how to figure out how to find balance. So number one, first think about what is important to you. What are your priorities? So I found these six categories to help us like think deeper and like dig. Um, So these categories are called deep health. So the first category is called relational. So relational just means, uh, so these are just like areas of life. Relational is being connected and authentic with others, feeling supported and like you belong. So an example would be like, do you, are you in a point in your life where you need to, you want to find a sense of community so you want to um, fix old friendships, find new friendships. Do you have a spouse? You know, are you trying to fix things with with them, focus on them, your partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, your marriage? Uh, do you need to spend more time bonding with your loved ones, your children? Do you need to find a group or organization that makes you feel like mm-hmm. like home, like a safe space? Like a, a sense of belonging, yes. basically. Do you need that? Yeah. Another category is called existential. So feeling a sense of meaning and purpose in life. So this is more like religion or spir- mm-hmm. spirituality. So just that finding that, that what's going to ground you. Is that important to you? Uh, next is mental. The definition is being alert, focused, competent, and thoughtful, learning and remembering and solving problems as well. So an example, it's like your mental health. So mm-hmm. just are you dealing with any anxiety, any depression? Are you needing to actually go to therapy Stuff like that. Um, physical, feeling vibrant, energized, and thriving, performing, and functioning well. So physical, an example is like exercise or just in general, finding a way to stay active. Is that important to you right now? The next category is emotional, which is experiencing a full range of emotions and expressing them appropriately. So an ex- example is like sorting through negative and positive emotions so we have like anger frustration anxious lonely unhappy are you happy are you feeling loved are you feeling encouraged just really figuring out what's my constant like theme of Mm -hmm. emotion my emotional state each week um 
Last category is environmental. Knowing your everyday surroundings, um, do they support your health and your well-being? Example is checking like your actual physical environment. Do you need to declutter your home? Um, organize your bathroom, like mm-hmm. um, just organizing different parts of your house, closet, room, kitchen, even your own workspace. Um, so I feel like environmental and emotional kind of go together. So when you yeah. assess your environment, you're like, okay, or your feelings first, like I'm frustrated and anxious all the time. What in my environment is triggering that? Mm-hmm. So these six kind of six categories kind of go hand in hand. So I'll, I'll say them again: you got relational, existential, mental, physical emotional and environmental so these are the our deep health right Mm -hmm. so tying into my question was what is important to you what are your priorities so kind of after i said all that it's important for you to kind of think okay what is important to me within those categories Mm -hmm. everybody's life is different so within those categories you got specifics so you got to kind of figure out what's important to you within all right number two what new systems or boundaries or actions do you need to put in place? So you got to really dig deep and figure out what is getting in your way to like get in that life that you want or what things could you implement to put you on the right path? Kind of like pros and cons. What mm-hmm. am I doing right now that I need to change and stop doing? What can I add in? So examples, your daily schedule. Within your schedule, could you wake up at consistent times like what time you need to be waking up what time you need to be eating especially for like people who want to eat more eat clean like okay so when we're gonna start doing that like like actually like what time i'm gonna eat i'm gonna eat breakfast around this time mm-hmm. i'm gonna eat lunch around this time i'm gonna eat dinner around this time your exercise times what time are you gonna be working out what time are you gonna meditate what time are you gonna go to bed like really figure out what time literally mm-hmm. what time that's like the thing what time what time uh, next exam- example of surroundings. So what changes could be made to your kitchen, your workspace, mm-hmm. and other aspects of your physical environment? That's you got to figure that out. That's what I've been working on. Yeah. Like, what I've been telling you. Like, and I've actually felt, I saw, I reorganized like my uh, living room. It looks good. And ki- thank you. I did like some decorating. I'm still working on it. And like I redid my kitchen and my bathroom. And I sorted through all my PR stuff from like um, brands. Mm-hmm. And I feel so much better like working in that space or like cooking and like getting like you know just being in those spaces from organizing it and just yeah it just you made can me think fit, you yeah can literally just breathe it's different like decluttering and think, yes. yeah so it's just like now working in my living room i just feel less like anxious frustrated. yeah yes. i feel like Irritated. i was like yes like i don't know i just that's like the best thing that i could yes. explain just like you Your know environment is so important so i'm glad that you figured that out Still working yourself, on my room, yeah. but you know I got hella clothes. Work in progress. Work, work in progress. progress. <laughs> so your workspace doesn't matter, especially yeah. like we'll get into this later. Like working from home, mm-hmm. you know, you got even if you work at a nine to five, you have a desk or a workstation. Yeah. You know, clean it up. Like make make it your, make you, it make it yeah. make sense. Make it feel like an area where you can actually thrive and get the most work done. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next example reminders. Uh, do you need to set alarms? Do you need a to-do list? Do you need to work on time blocking? So time blocking is like, if you, I'll get into it in a second. So reminders, like how do you need to stay encouraged and be reminded that you needed to do this or do that? Uh, next example, support. Do you have people you can lean on for motivation and accountability and help? It's okay 
to have like help and yeah. accountability motivation i feel like once you share with someone what you're struggling with or what you want to see happen you that's your bonding and mm-hmm. you're uh, creating accountability between you and the other person um it's okay to ask your friends and your family people you can trust for help to stay on it mm-hmm. so never try to to make like lifestyle changes alone like try to find people to uh support you another example is routines so how might you stack healthy habits on top on top of something you already do so we kind of talked about this uh a few episodes ago when i gave y'all i think last episode tips on like how to eat clean Mm -hmm. so it's like if you know if you already like i think i gave example like coffee like how can you make your coffee healthier how can you make your favorite food healthier there's a way to do it so it's kind of like don't whenever you're trying to transform your life like don't just feel like you're just not doing great at all like figure out whatever you're already used to how can you improve yeah basically realistic changes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have anything to add i just said no i mean i mean it's it's all like kind of like small stuff that i feel like i've been doing yeah lately like uh like you said, like with the accountability thing, of course, I like. I feel like the main person I usually tell is you mm-hmm. and Jonathan, just because I like pretty much talk to y'all every mm-hmm. day. Also, you be knowing like the same struggles that mm-hmm. I be going through. And also he just be like around me a lot. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I tell both of y'all the most when I need something to stay accountable yeah. on. As far as reminders, you know, <laughs> I got a million calendars and planners. Yeah. So it's just like that's I prefer I, like we were saying um like some people like the reminder stuff, like you know, like on their computers yeah. and things like that. Some people like it actually handwritten. Me personally, I can't do the reminder stuff on like my phone and on my computer. It's just gonna go. It's yeah. like, it's like I think because I work on it so much, but it's like for me, I like reminders on mm-hmm. actual physical copies of stuff. So calendars and planners. I Good. when I write it down. So that's how I do uh, yeah. reminders. Me too. So I was saying like I just wanted to. Ask questions, open-ended questions that I want mm-hmm. whoever listens to this to think about. Mm-hmm. And hope, hopefully it will trigger something that you know you need to do. This is mm-hmm. like this type of discussion, um, kind of just to give people insight. Um, so number three is write it out. So mm-hmm. like you were just saying, you can use a planner, a calendar. You can just use paper, y'all. Yeah. You don't even have to, if you don't want to buy one, just you know how to write. You know how to write the days of the week. Or you can even get them uh, like the dry erase, dry erase board things like that. And you can just type it out. Up. Figure out what's going to work for work for you best. Mm-hmm. So when I say write it out, I mean write out the day of the week, the time of the day that you know you need to do something. If you don't write it out, you can think all you want to, but you're not it's seeing so much it. going on up in that It's brain. so much going on in your <laughs> mind. Write it down. Just write it down. <laughs> write it down. I'm like stressing this. It's so simple, but write it down. You are more likely to get your almost cussed. <laughs> I'm say S I S H I T done. You are more more likely to get your tasks done <laughs> if you write it out. Write it down and make it plain. Like simple. It don't have to be complicated. It don't have to be an no, essay. <laughs> Just write it down. Like every Sunday. I sit down, open my planner, and write out what I want to do. You got seven days of the week. You don't have to be like, you don't have to fill your planner up with a thousand things. Just what do you need to get done? That's really it. That was good. It's it's simple. I'm going to sum it up again. So, 
Question number one. So I want everybody to listen to this. Do some reflection very soon. Figure out what's important to you. What are your priorities? You got those six categories to help you uh, think deeper. Number two. Hold on. I lost number two. (laughs) Where did she go? I found it. Number two. What new systems, boundaries, and actions do you need to put in place? Number three. Write it out. So I'm giving y'all some homework because like I said, there's no one size fits all. Mm -hmm. You really got to like figure out what's best for you because I don't know your life. Bev doesn't know your life. We're just here to help. We just two black folks just trying to help y'all land it out. That's all. That is my segment. (laughs) That was great. I like that. Very relatable. A lot of that stuff I've been doing. I've been feel like decluttering my life, my work life because... (laughs) One thing I know how to do is stress myself the hell out. So it's just like I've been making a lot of changes to just make things easier for myself, like flow better, which has been like working so far. I feel like these last couple of weeks, I have felt the least amount of stress that I have in a while. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like I'm always just like when it comes to work, tense, 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 tense. So it's like a lot of those changes being made really have helped me like flow. Yes. And I want to say that. You can have it all. Like, mm-hmm. you, I hear sometimes, like, you can't have it all. You literally can't. If you say you can't, of course, you're not going to yeah. have it all, but I can have it all. I just got to figure it out. It's all mm-hmm. about prioritizing your needs and your wants and your time management. Mm-hmm. Time management. It's also yeah. about trial and error. Don't, for, don't yeah. be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to, like, not get everything done. But over time, I feel like you do, you can reach a point to where you literally feel like you're balanced. Yeah. You just have to like, it's not something that can just happen in a week yeah. or just in a year. Maybe it just depends on the person, yeah. you know, just take time. but it takes time and effort, but you and can organization. do it, especially when it comes to exercise and nutrition. You can have a busy lifestyle. You can have a family. You can have like mm-hmm. the marriage, the children, the busy job, and you can still be healthy. Yeah. Like you don't have to compromise and sacrifice your health mm-hmm. and your physical well-being and your mental well be- well-being for others or for a goal or for a chick so and i will be talking about that keep in that in mind in a little bit we can talk about this. okay all right next. so we're going to uh do our stay beautiful segment so um we let's see i guess i'll go first okay. so i want to share with you guys my favorite inexpensive skincare products recommendations so these we things love inexpensive so i just, y'all know i got a lot of stuff some of this stuff, the pricier. I think it's worth it. But for somebody who either, you know, the funds ain't there because I was a college student, so I get mm-hmm. it. Or it's just kind of like, oh, I don't want to spend a bunch of money. Or, you know, I don't even know if things going to work. You know, I get it. Like, I've been there before, too. So I want to share with you guys some things literally. I feel oh, like you got I it think, in your bag, girl. It's like show and tell. I, um, literally, all this stuff, you can get out of Walmart. You love to pull up in Walmart. Okay. Walmart, you know, the Walmarts, the CVSs, the, hell, some of it, you can even get a dollar, uh, the family dollar. I know I get a couple of things out of there. I'll tell you where I get these things from. Okay. So, I just want to share these five products that I actually, like, use all the time. I, I, I'll mix the drugstore with high-end any day. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. If it work, it work for me. So, the first I want to talk about is, we're just going to order how you do your face. Okay, first one is this, boom, right here. This Neutrogena Hydro Boost uh, Hydrating Cleansing Gel. 
this right here is great. It is fragrance free. Mm-hmm. It's so light. It's good as a it'll like wipe off your makeup and mm-hmm. stuff too. So I love using this like of course every day, but especially um when it comes to like wiping my makeup off. But this um again, y'all see Neutrogena all the time up yeah. in uh like Walmart or whatever like that. But it has hyaluronic acid, which is uh really good for hydration. Mm-hmm. So you'll see hyaluronic acid in like um like I said, anything with hydration or like uh, those tinted moisturizers mm-hmm. that's supposed to give you like the glow, you mm-hmm. know, the hydrated look, stuff like that. So hyaluronic acid is good, especially during um, <laughs> the time period where everybody looking a little pale yeah. from the lack of sun, you know. So, but boom, Neutrogena Hydro Boost Cleansing Gel, that's a cleanser for you. So moving on, we have another Neutrogena uh, product, which is the Rapid Clear Stubborn Acne Spot Gel. So this one has benzoyl peroxide in it. Now, I always tell people, I feel like everybody, you either a benzoyl peroxide person or a sicilic acid person. Mm-hmm. I'm benzoyl peroxide. Sicilic acid literally does nothing for me when it comes to acne treatment. Yeah. So this is like one of those OG products. Cause I used to actually use this in high school too, but it's a good um, spot like treatment. So if you have get the random bumps or, you know, have like a little, little breakout or whatever, mm-hmm. this is really good for minimizing it. Now, of course, it's not going to make it disappear in the day, but it's, it's good. It's controlled it. Yeah, to help just, like, bring it down a little that bit. That inflammation, you know? Yeah, you it literally says reduces size and redness. And that's more for, it's not to make it completely disappear in the day. It's to, like. Maybe speed up that process. Just, yes, yeah, basically yeah. to speed up the, the process. Healing. Or, you know, you finna go somewhere and it's like, chill, what it coming? Yes. Now, when it comes to uh, cystic bumps, not necessarily because that's a whole different. Those are the devil. That's okay, them shits hurt. They it's hurt. Like, do I need to get surgery? Get the, <laughs> no, should, not it's, cystic it's, bumps. Those are a little bit different, but we're talking about like actual like acne, like like you can see the pus. And yeah, you can, like, like whitehead like type yeah. things. So you know, but that's a whole different story. But yes, the Neutrogena Rapid Clear Stubborn Acne. This is good for um like mild breakouts. Now, if, to see, I need some a, of that. Yeah, it's, it works really well. Like I forgot about it. Where you get from? Oh, Walmart. anywhere that has Neutrogena. Right? Yeah, gotcha. Walmart, CVS's, things like that. Cool, All right, cool. next. We're moving on to moisturizer slash this can help for hyperpigmentation too. This is the Pons um Clarin B3 uh I've used Dark Spot Correcting Cream. Y'all know this my this my stuff right here. So I always recommend getting the small one. Do mm-hmm. not get the big one if you're getting the correcting cream one because after around eight weeks, it's, it's like strange. that. It's just like the chemicals and it's, stuff. It's not just working. yeah, it's just kinda like it's almost like the product get old, I guess, once you open it up. Now, if you get like the regular other regular moisturizers, that's fine. But with this specifically, after eight weeks, I noticed it loses its touch and you have to get another one. So I usually go about this in eight weeks, sometimes mm-hmm. a little bit less anyways. But this is a great moisturizer and also helping with hyperpigmentation, um, lessening dark marks. I've been using this since like 2018. Yeah, you put me on to that. Yeah, I've been using this since 2018. I don't even remember how I discovered it, but it is great. It is so cheap, y'all. It's, I get... so affor- it's 98 cents at Walmart, the little travel. <laughs> the little travel one. I was yes. about to say, this is like $3 oh, at yeah. family, uh, doll- I mean, like Dollar General or whatever like that. That's where I Super literally affordable. go to find them. It's really, for some reason, I can't find these size in Walmart like that. It's like a hit or miss. Yeah, it's it's very much hit or miss. So I just go to uh, Dollar General and get it out of there. But this right here for moisturizing hyperpigmentation. Next, we have OG Vitamin E Oil. This one is literally out of, uh, what's, I keep messing up, Family Dollar as well. Mm-hmm. I keep wanting to say Dollar Tree, but definitely not Dollar Tree. No, 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 Dollar Tree. <laughs> no, not use face packs out of Dollar Tree. But uh, 
Beverly Dollar as well. This is vitamin E. This is the Nouvelle brand. Honestly, when it comes to vitamin E, well, I get the one out of Walmart too. It really just depends on. As long as it's on, 100% vitamin E. Yeah. So, but yeah, basically, as long as it's actual vitamin yeah. E oil, that's all that matters. Because I get the, the Walmart one too. And it really just depends on when I run out, what store I just so happen yeah. to be in. And I just get it out of there. But this is it right here. Vitamin E oil is very cheap. It's like six, seven dollars, something mm-hmm. around that uh, nature. But vitamin E oil is good for not only hydrating your skin and giving it a glow, it's really good for just overall evening out your skin tone mm-hmm. as well. So it's not really one of those like in a tax a certain spot. It's good for like overall use. And then lastly, this I is cocoa butter formula with vitamin E. This is the Palmer's one. And you say I had this for a minute because I don't know who can go through yeah, because uh, you don't even butter. need a lot. You don't, because you use too much on your face. <laughs> it's, it's greasy giving. time. So Grease. basically, cocoa butter is one of those hidden gems when it comes to getting rid of scars on your face. So, um, and just overall, it kind of has the same effect as vitamin E oil, pretty mm-hmm. much. But I I use cocoa butter during the winter time because it helps with just a little extra layer of protection. moisture and protection from the like the cold and the winds like it's just make your skin just dry out so fast i swear like my face dries out so much faster in the winter so there's just kind of that little extra layer do not use a lot because again you it's giving fried chicken Literally. when you do so, so not not too much not too much but um this is the same thing because like i said it has vitamin e in it yeah. it's good for just overall but if you do have a specific like scar on your face or even on your body definitely use this now so do this you use all that yeah. That's like your whole skin routine. Like, yeah, like this part like of your it, night or your morning. Morning. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. No, no. I literally use all of these faithfully. In like, the order that you just told. In us. the order okay, that cool. I went. Into, of course, there's other little things added in there, but ooh, maybe next week I'll do the more passier things you can add in. Gotcha. But um, yeah, I literally use all of these. But this is just one of those kind of those little hidden gems when it comes to. Of course, my my mama used to put this on us whenever because uh, I, I always wonder my body is not scarred up. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people from, like, childhood, because my mom used to attack us with this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but the only thing about this is it does work a little slow because it's it doesn't have all, like, the extraness. It's like, like a, a lot of products do. Over time yeah, it's like a consistency thing. type thing. Just It helps even out over mm-hmm. time, skin tone. Same with uh, vitamin E oil. So, but, yeah, these are my inexpensive products. Again, mm-hmm. all of them you pretty much can literally... Get out of Walmart if we're being real, or like I said, your CVS is your Walgreens. Drug store, drug yeah. store is is drug store. So check those things out. You got to yeah. skincare on budget, and like I said, I yeah. I literally use all of these. So I think my skin is pretty nice. Yeah, your skin so, is. Thank you. I came a long way. All right, all right. What's your recommendation? So mine's is it's the Shea Moisture Red Palm Oil and Cocoa Butter Curl Stretching Pudding. It's it's a pudding mm-hmm. with flaxseed oil for shrinkage prone hair. I saw you po- uh, post about that the yes, other day. Yes, my toaster is looking pretty bomb. It's right giving now. definition. It's giving yes. yes. <laughs> so I use this. I use this. Um, so after I wash my hair, I have just came, come to the term from for my hair. I have to do a twist out. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna have to get done. Ain't no washing up. Yeah, I feel like, like everybody has like a. I have a to. Thing, I need you know? the products to actually sit in my hair, and so I'll be looking for like what product should i use and so i really like this one it smells so good and the package is red by the way so if you're looking in the store it's red it help you kind of spot it um it smells so good i love like when your hair smell good of course 
And it really does help with that, um, with the shrinkage. Mm -hmm. I feel like my curls be a little more elongated. Um, You can't fight shrinkage like 100%. I mean, unless you put heat on it. But it really does kind of help me with that because that's the area I struggle with. Um, Since it's a pudding, the consistency is very thick. But it's not too thick to where it's heavy. Mm, and it's like, like leaving residue mm-hmm. or it's very light. That's so true. I really, 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 really love it. Um, this I is like something. a heavy but light product. Like. I don't even, I think I found this product at freaking Dirt Cheap. Why does that sound familiar? What Dirt is Cheap that? is like a little store, like a thrift store. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I just found it and I'm like, hmm, buy it. Okay, okay. I'm going to try it out. And I, I loved it. Yeah, so, it looks good. I've been I, noticing. And you don't even you've need a lot. You've been doing like the twist house lately. Yes. I've been noticing that. You don't even need a lot. So it can go a long way. I'm it was about $8. Dollars. I'm going to try that out. Because like I said, I like a, like a cream, but it's not like mm-hmm. heavy to the point that it weighs you down. But it like, it does, it gives you moisture, yeah. you know. Because it can be hard to find so, something and it be, it's just yes, too much. I've done a twist out on like wet hair, let it wet-ish hair. Mm-hmm. This is like I did like a little blowout. So I'm okay. liking both. Like I'm liking how my hair looked when I just did. Like so when I just did it and it was wet and I took it down, it was just like a little shorter. Since mm-hmm. I did a blowout and plus using it, it does help with like the shrinkage prone hair. Mm-hmm. It's a little longer. Yeah, this is I like this is literally day one here. Okay. So usually my so day you took one it out this morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Usually my day one is a little shorter. This is day one, it's a little longer. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm happy to see day three, day four. So we'll see. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have been noticing you've been doing more twist outs lately. Yes. I noticed that. I've been learning how to take care of my hair and being okay with the shrinkage. Yes, accepting the shrinkage. I feel like that has helped a Loving lot. Loving the shrinkage for what it is. And twisting my hair every night. Yeah, that's and that's one thing that why I can't get into twist outs is because you have to, I have to. And it's like, I'm just like, bro, I don't think Ain't I no pineapple. Yeah. Ain't no scrunchy. You know how you put all the scrunchies in band? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can do that, but still, it's just like, it's not as... As I yeah. need it. Like when I do a... T- and I, I don't do like a whole little ass twist out. Like I do like medium. Mm-hmm. Like the same curl. I just do medium. I do use like the Neo Curly Gel. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of water. And like twist it up. Mm-hmm. When I take it down, it looks the same. Yeah. So even well, it looks good. It. it keeps it refreshed. And I'm able to wear my hair in its like curly state. Mm-hmm. Like defi- def- defined state longer. We love to swing. So, I like that. I like thank that. Thank you. That's good. All, All right. right. Now we're gears. moving on to mental health is wealth with yes. Beverly Coleman. All right. Educate us. So today we're going to do healthier mind and body controlling stress. So we're going to talk about stress because that is probably the number one thing I've dealt with my mm-hmm. whole life is stress. I'm very good at stressing myself out and controlling it has taken some times and I'm still working on it. So it's like me, I have like some questions that I just want you to do like a little self-reflection with. So what's the quickest thing that stresses you out? How do you feel during that stressful episode? And how does it affect the rest of your day and week? So would you like to answer those questions? So sure. what's the quickest thing that stresses you out? My own procrastination. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then how, how do you I feel during the stressful episode? Um, like it can be like I get frustrated with myself. I just mm-hmm. get frustrated. So things that don't even frustrate me will frustrate me. Okay. I just be irritated. I be really on edge. Um, very to myself. Very just like 
irritable. Yeah. Okay. And then how does it? How does that affect the rest of your um, day or week? How long do you think they usually? I guess like it last? makes me more tired. Okay. It makes me more restless. Um, it's like my brain won't shut up. Um, it's hard for me to get stuff done for sure. I feel like it's just like I don't. I don't know. I just get stuck. That's how mm-hmm. I feel. Okay, I'm glad the answer is going right with what I'm going to talk about. Okay. Okay, so with me, the quick thing that stressed me out, honestly, is uh, when I know I have a heavy workload, and it's like my time management is not adding up to it. It's just I feel like I have so much to get done in such Same. a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So I become almost like shut down. And mm-hmm. so when, how I feel is I feel like I can't even explain it, but I feel um, I actually get more sleepier. I eat less. I get more uh, irritable as well. And um, I just kind of, I start feeling sometimes if how long it lasts, I start feeling actually sick, like physically sick. Mm -hmm. And then how does it affect the rest of your day or weeks? Sometimes if it's like I have a, like it's like a period of time where I have a lot that needs to be done, it can have like a serious effect on me to where it's just like, I feel like at that point I'm just going through the motions. Mm -hmm. I don't feel motivated. I don't feel determined. I'm just like just doing it because I know it needs to be done, but it's like I'm not enjoying Mm -hmm. things at the same time. And like sometimes it gets so bad to the point where I'll have to like stop everything that I'm doing because I made myself so like sick from it, which is part of the reason why I'm talking about this because this is something I went through back in October. So, um, I want to talk about, it's going to have a little bit to do with the body too, Mm -hmm. but I want to talk about like stress and the, not only the mental effects it can have on you, but the actual physical Mm -hmm. effects that I feel like um, people don't realize that like lows amount of, like a lot of amount of stress and it being continuous uh, and chronic can have actual physical physical health. Physical and internal. Yeah, like effects on you, like literally with your body. Like the organs. Yes, like with your immune system, shutting down type thing. So stress is the physiological or psychological response to internal or external stressors. Uh, Stress involves changing effectively nearly every system of the body and influencing how people feel and behave. Um, so basically any type of change that causes physical, emotional, or psychological strain that threatens the person or taxes his or her coping abilities as well. So, um, that stress can be from negative and positive triggers. So like negative is just like workload, so much work, like, or, um, it can be like a family member is sick and mm-hmm. you're taking care of them, but it can also be positive, like exercise. just got a new job yeah. or um, like, yeah, you know, like exercising or um, you finna graduate, things mm-hmm. like that. There's like, those are positive things that are happening, but it's just like, it's a stressful event at the same time. Now, stress is normal because mm-hmm. stress is almost, is like a coping mechanism in a way, but it's kind of like gets to just like, everything else sometimes things get to a certain level where it just becomes damaging Mm -hmm. and it has like a toll actually toll on you so we all stress just like everybody experiences some type of forms of anxiety Mm -hmm. everyone has can experience anxiety it's just when it becomes an everyday thing and eventually it is affecting your everyday life Mm -hmm. then it can become an anxiety disorder you know so same with stress like chronic stress can eventually have like a major effect on you so um some of the things, you know, that you can feel when you're stressed out is uh, like heart palpitations going up, 
sweating, dry mouth, shortness of breath, fidgeting, accelerated speech, which is something I do. When I'm stressed out, I talk really fast. I'm so stressed. I'm just like, I just, and I gotta, and and, 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 like, you know, I talk a lot with my hands too, and it's giving very fidgeting. Like, Mm -hmm. so I, like, thinking about that, I was like, this is definitely me. Uh, Negative emotions, of course, uh, just longer duration of fatigues, and then it can be lack of sleep or oversleeping, uh, unusual appetite, which can be overeating, undereating, and declined health overall. So um, what most people experience is called, <laughs> the acronym is GAS, but is a general adaption syndrome. And it's basically, which, it's like the system that your body goes through mm-hmm. when you are stressed and your body trying to like, it's like a like trying to fight it or just like working through it, I guess. So it's the common common effects on the body when stressful demands are placed on it. So it's three stages. You have alarm, resistance, and exhaustion. So alarm is the temporary state of shock in which resistance to illness and stress fall below normal. So basically, this is just like, I feel like when your body first just like, yeah, oh, you, you experience yeah, it. Yeah, you experiencing it. And it's just like, oh, okay, you know. And so basically then your body uh your body in defense sends out hormones that affect the immune system which is our body's natural defense. Is it cortisol? The hormone? Um I had to double check and look because I was going to put it in my nose but I didn't want to butcher yeah. saying it. I think it might be though. I'll have to double check uh whenever we get back to my place. But um yeah, basically it sends out hormones that affect the immune system. So basically, it's like sending them out because it's like, oh, shit, we stressed out. Mm-hmm. So then it goes into resistance in which the immune system fights off infection. Mm-hmm. So And it usually does it like pretty well because that's what your body supposed is supposed to do. To do. Yeah. But so that's why most time if we have like a, a short duration of stress, like your body is going to fight it. And then, you know, you can move past it. But then it's like when it becomes chronic, then it's like it gets to the point of the last stage, which is, which is exhaustion. And your body is all out of effort uh, and the wear and tear begins to take a toll on you. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's just like the time period is too long, basically. Mm -hmm. And now you just went to an exhaustion stage. It's kind of like your body gives up. Your immune system gives up fighting. And then that's kind of where the decline health comes into. So chronic stress can have a negative effect on the immune system, affecting your immunity and your body's responsiveness to like any type of like sickness or whatever that can come your way uh so basically that's why i was saying when it comes to your actual health stress actually has an actual effect on your body systems like it it doesn't just uh, affect the immune system i just want to talk to the immune system because that's the defense you know that's supposed to help us out but it's just like you go through long durations of stress in which your body will give up and I'll let y'all, I'll tell a quick story about myself where I feel like I allowed myself to be stressed for so long. I actually go to the hospital mm-hmm. because of it. And the doctor literally was like, girl, relax. You're stressed. <laughs> Calm down. So um, I was stressed out because I had a lot of things going on work-wise. But also I was working through some stuff with like Neo Curly. And as y'all know, I stepped away from Neo Curly. But this was just kind of like the process mm-hmm. of that. Also, um, it was like around my birthday and planning for the trip and things like that too. And just like work stuff as well. And like trying to push out this content, like mm-hmm. this amount of content every day. And then like uh, stressing out over 
hair content. I'm not gonna lie to you because it hair content is very time consuming and to make, and it, it just take a minute to make it. And I was neglecting my other content for hair content, which was stressing me out because I knew I shouldn't have been doing that, but I was doing it. So I had a lot going mm-hmm. on in a time period, and I was allowing myself to just be stressed. And I feel like sometimes we think that's what we're supposed to. Oh, this is life. Yeah. It's always going to be something, you know? So it's just like, whatever, I'm going to keep it moving. But it's, no, nah, you need to pump the brakes yeah. and figure some things out and, you know, kind of get reordered, find some balance. Yes. That's what they like, should have been doing. But I said, you know what? I can do no, it. I'm going to do it. Through, yeah. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to It's just like, no. So once it kind of got towards the end of, after we actually came back from Puerto Rico, I started, that's when I feel like I started feeling the decline in my mm-hmm. health. And it's just how I wasn't eating as much. It was hard for me to get out of bed. Uh, I felt sick, but I didn't know what why. Was what was you wrong, though. I don't feel good. I don't yeah, feel right. I like, don't, yeah, you I felt, was off. Yeah. I felt off. And then, this is before I knew I had vertigo, but I had, y'all know I have chronic migraines. And I had vertigo, but was unaware. So, the stress actually started triggering my vertigo and making it worse. Mm-hmm. And to the point where I started having episodes where I, when I would be alone, I would pass out. And then I would like regain consciousness like a couple of seconds later, but it'll be like short periods mm-hmm. of passing out. I noticed I was like dizzy, way, way dizzy all the time. It got to a point where I was scared to drive because I didn't want to pass out while I was driving. And then it got to a point where it started happening several times a day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, what is going on with my health? I felt terrible. Girl, passing out, dizzy and shit. Mm-hmm. I just had a lot going on. So I ended up going to the hospital. And then they told me, you know, I have vertigo. And then also, you know, like, that makes my migraines worse, which yeah. I'm glad I found that out. But um, then me and the person just, oh. And another thing is, I, remember I was having stomach mm-hmm. problems. Like, I kept having, like, a pain in my stomach. And they literally told me all of that was from being stressed out. Wow. I was like, the doctor literally was like, I don't know what you got going on. But he was like, you need to take a break and you need to relax. He was like, you are literally making now. It's not like I can make the vertigo yeah. go away, but it has calmed down. But I have noticed when I start getting a little, yeah, it started kind of acting up a little bit. And I'm like, OK, let me. So I was like, that's something you know, I need to relax on because I I can't be passing. Yeah. Out. I started feeling like dizzy and stuff again. But I was literally having stomach issues. I was feeling sick overall. I was literally having like making stuff that I already had worse because simply off of being stressed and just ignoring it and deciding not yeah. to do anything. But I'm just thinking it's just like not so actually by myself. Me, I don't know if you remember. Um, I was stressed, too. Mm-hmm. And so my story similar to yours. I was working just like a job that was toxic. And I didn't like it. I was unhappy. And I started getting chest pains. Yes, and I remember so that. so this is like when, like, gyms shut down. Because I'm talking about, like, this is COVID time. So gyms shut down and gyms be open. So, you know, at the beginning of COVID, like, CDC was just kind of telling us, you know, random shit. Like, this is the symptoms yeah, or whatever. And so, whatever. you know, like, chest pains. So I thought I had COVID. So I remember I missed a whole a week I remember that. Because my freaking chest was hurting. And I, like didn't know i never felt like that before so my chest was hurting and i was getting migraines too like i'm talking two week long mm-hmm. migraines and nothing i was taking all the excedrin and Tylen- anything you could think of was taking it and so i went to the doctor and um 
my I also had high blood pressure, which I feel like I do have naturally have high blood pressure, mm-hmm. but it was making it higher. I'm talking yeah. like stage two hypertension. Like the doctor's looking at me like you're four eleven, you're hundred twenty <laughs> pounds, you work out, you eat healthy. Like I don't understand why you have high blood pressure. And then they're like, "Are you stressed?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm you know, okay. I'm just, fine, my job is my job is a little toxic. But, you know, <laughs> I'm getting through, girl. Like that's what I told my doctor. And so she's like, "Okay." So she put me on high blood pressure medicine. And she was like, come back in two weeks. We'll see if you still have no migraines. Of course, I still did because my ass was stressed. <laughs> and I remember uh, my breaking point was like, I literally had a panic attack, like a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was in customer service. So it's just like, people can be really mean. And I was already down. And I just felt like that person, it wasn't like they hurt my feelings, but I was just tired of like, you know, yeah. dealing with toxicity. And so I cried so hard that it made me have a panic attack and I couldn't catch my breath. And... I remember I thought I was fine. I had called my mom and talked to my mom. And, like, right after I got off the phone with her, just talking about my situation, like, thinking about all the obstacles I had to go through, thinking about all the goals I wanted to achieve and feeling like I couldn't because I was stuck in this job, in this mm-hmm. pandemic, and this and that. Like, I literally thought myself into a, another, like, panic attack type thing. And right after that, my head started hurting and it did not stop so oh, i went back to the doctor and she's like okay checking in like how's the blood pressure medicine working did you still get headaches and i had to tell her like i am stressed and i told her everything that happened she's mm-hmm. like yeah you are and that's okay <laughs> and so i was like wow stress can literally show up physically yes like it's not just like an internal thing it can really wear yes. and tear and make your Decline body your health hurt my my blood i had high blood pressure and my chest is hurting and I'm 20 I was like 24 yeah years old like no you should not yeah. be dealing with all this like you're literally fine you just like kind of like your environment is just really triggering you right now pushing yeah. you and then oh just um overall like that chronic thing years and years yes. of being stressed and a lot of people a lot of this can be their work environment mm-hmm. especially um people who maybe do like nine to fives and they're not like happy at all if they're nine to five or maybe in an unhappy marriage mm-hmm. or, you know, just a situation or something like that. And those things can turn into, like, uh, heart issues when yeah. you get older or some type of, like, illness um, that can affect you. High it's blood like pressure. body pain. Like, you're yeah, literally, literally in pain yes. somewhere in your body. Because like your you body... Have, your stomach you, was hurting. Yeah. My chest is hurting. Our heads are be hurting, like, yeah. you know. So it's just, like, eventually you can create, like, actual, like, long-term issues for mm-hmm. yourself um, over time. And... I think that's why, like, I think the younger generation is doing a better job. And you got to be like, if that, some people now just fuck that job. Yeah. Because it's like, people will be so unhappy for years because it's like you doing what you got to do. Yeah. You know, and I understand that. But it's just like at the same time, you are literally slowly breaking yes. your body down Put over the years. Put yourself first. Yes. So um, after that situation, I literally text my boss. That's, I ain't coming in for next week. Mm-hmm. Cause y'all got me out here having high blood pressure <laughs> and chest palpitations and my head hurting and I don't only make it twelve dollars an hour. They ain't, yeah. ain't adding up. And I was like, I need a break from this. And so she was like, Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she would be like, All right, okay. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta. I understand. You know, you're doing what you gotta do to make ends meet, or like you do. What you, first. But even if you are at a job where you're not happy, it's just like, what are you doing outside of the job as well that can... Find that balance. Yeah, finding that balance. Are you doing things that make you happy outside? Mm-hmm. Are you just going home? 
and then you just like, eh. That you go me. home too, you know, like it's just like, eh. you know, whatever. And you're not doing anything outside of that environment to, you know, maybe make up like for that, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So it's just like creates more stress. So, yeah, stress can, as we both can attest. And yes. I've also seen it with my mom growing up too. My mom was always, 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 always stressed. But I mean, <laughs> she had three kids. She was mm-hmm. married. She working. So just like, cause she used to work at a bank. Now she worked at a, she, now she worked at a school. Mm-hmm. But like she got better when she actually got into the working environment she wanted to, be, wanted to be. But she used to get like sick. Her migraines would act mm-hmm. up. Like, but her stress goes into her shoulders. Them things used to be rock hard. Like mm-hmm. you be like, <laughs> like all it is like, and that's something I noticed too. Um, my stress goes into like my shoulders, neck, and that's the migraines. So mm-hmm. I started getting like the massages and stuff. And the first time I went, he was like, "You need to relax." He was like, "Your neck is extremely tense for somebody your age," and he was like, "That's not normal." Mm-hmm. He was like, "What you got going on over there?" Mind your business, <laughs> but just trying to be great over here. Just trying to be great, but stressing out in the process. So it's just like these last couple of months, I've really been making a, a priority mm-hmm. to do what I have to do to not stress, even if that means having to set something back and doing yeah. it tomorrow and not, you know, rattling myself up. So, so that kind of goes on what I was saying, like taking that time to see what's working and what's uh-huh. not. Like you've done literally that. Literally finding balance. You. Yeah, find literally, that balance. That's what I'm like, they tied into it. That's why I was mm-hmm. like, it ties into what I was talking about because literally finding some sense about, and it's not perfect and I'm still working on it, mm-hmm. but even the effort of changing like things for myself and trying to find a balance has helped me out that's so great. much. I swear, like I felt so much better these last two weeks. My migraines lessened like i said the vertigo it's still there because it's just like a thing i have but it's it's chilled out mm-hmm. way way it's not it wasn't as intense as it was but um so when it comes to coping with stress you can either do problem focused or emotion focused which they're kind of self-explanatory so basically with problem focused you're facing the problem mm-hmm. head on and trying to solve them so this is like when me saying coming up with goals and implementing plans. So intentionally sitting down, writing down what what is causing you stress. Mm-hmm. Being real with yourself. What is causing you stress? And writing out plans and ways that we can cope with it. We can work through it. Because some like I feel like when it comes to problem focus, these could be things that we have some type of control over mm-hmm. this actual problem. Versus emotion focus, which involves uh, responding to the stress that one is feeling involves responding to stress that one is feeling, trying to manage one's emotional feelings rather than focusing on the problem itself. So I feel like that comes better for situations we don't have any type of control over things. Some things we just have out of control. And it's, I feel like we get stressed because we have no say-so in it. We yeah. literally can't do anything about it. just happened to us. And they just things that happen sometimes or situations that happen. And I feel like emotionally focused coping more of trying to focus on the actual emotion that you're feeling than the problem itself yeah, just because you can't that yeah feeling. sorting through that feeling and more of trying to cope with the feeling versus the actual problem mm-hmm. itself because you have no say in it basically you can change how you feel sometimes yeah but it's, it's hard to almost like a reaction yeah. yeah to it like so just more coping with the feeling mm-hmm. so um i'll just read off a couple of things of a nice little list i found of you know, combating stress. And then I'll tell you, like, a couple things that I do. Of course, meditate. Yeah, we talked about that last episode. We talked about that last episode, meditating, of course. Uh, Focused breathing, which kind of goes along with Mm -hmm. meditation. Deep breathing 
helps me out a lot. When I'm stressed, when I'm mad, when I'm frustrated, like practicing deep breathing has been, I think, the best thing I've ever discovered for myself with negative emotions and coping with them and not allowing them to literally like take over me like I used to allow them mm-hmm. to. So focused breathing definitely helps me out a lot. Of course, taking a walk and exercising. Exercising mm-hmm. is always a good, especially because we, like we say with the decline in health, exercising overall helps with your health, just in general, your physical health. But um, it can also help with stress. It's a great stress reliever. Leave when you yeah. are stressed out, you go to the gym, you get to <gasps> work at that stress Throw some out. medicine balls around. Literally, like taking it out on the... The weights. On the weights. Uh, aromatherapy, of course, which can go along with meditation, which that's actually something that I started adding into my meditation sessions. Uh, eating a balanced diet, uh, like Mia was talking mm-hmm. about, making healthier choices, making time for actual leisure activities, things that you genuinely enjoy that bring you ha- uh, happiness, uh, positive self-talk, mm-hmm. yoga, which goes along with uh, exercising, and expressing ga- uh, gratitude. So expressing gratitude and positive self-talk I feel like are really good for the emotionally focused uh, Mm -hmm. type things like you literally can't do nothing about it so it's like we have to focus on our reaction how do you feel so I feel like positive self-talk it might sound simple but it's actually hard for some people to positively talk to themselves yeah we are really good at it's easier said than done it's it's very much easier said than done we can read ourselves for feel drag ourselves (laughs) You're terrible. Yeah. You're not good. You're, you know, whatever. But it's like, I feel like sometimes we forget to like, uh-huh. like you know praise that one, ourselves. That one uh, TikTok, I was like, bitch, you're doing a good, good job. job. Yeah, that's you're what you need. Good job. That's what you need to be telling yourself. Yes. Like, or, you know, like, even if it's a tough situation, I can get through this. I will mm-hmm. manage, you know, even like that. So I feel like people forget positive self-talk is a really good habit. And mm-hmm. it's good for like, um, manifestations and yeah. things like that too that's that's another form of yeah, positive self episode yeah manifestations is a form of positive self-talk as well so it's just like it's a difference between like i don't know if i can get through this and I'm i will this. get yes. through this and i feel like that even helps you better more say and, it out loud yeah say it out loud to stress less because you have put it in your head that you will mm-hmm. get through it so positive self-talk is really when you great. hear your own voice remarkable yeah. <laughs> amazing so um for me, I'm going to tell you guys something that I started doing to the last two weeks that's helped me out a lot. So if you're open to it, CBD products, oh, yeah. they actually are that, good. Yeah. Of course, a, a solid brand. That's why I was like aromatherapy and things like that, too. Like, go to a CBD store. Yeah, or like uh, actual website. So I'm yeah. going to put y'all on the one It's called. Ooh, Equilib- you brought it. Yes. I'm bringing all the props. <laughs> For now, on, I'm going to show y'all everything I got. It's called Equilibria. Uh, Equilibria. Equilibria. Where you get that from? That's the name of it, Equilibria. Oh, mm-hmm. it's online. It's oh, online. online. So um, I'm going to show y'all just two of the products I have. These are the daily soft gels, the CBD. So these yeah, are like... Like rub on your... No, the, um, I do actually have like a common bomb, but okay. this is like a pill that you can actually oh, take. Oh, pill? Oh, you then, said, okay, gotcha, gotcha. And this is the daily drops CBD. So with this, I take these in the morning, every mm-hmm. morning. And this, I'll do it at night before I go to sleep. It has helped me relax mm-hmm. so much better like i do a lot of just sitting in front of the computer and just yeah and i feel like sometimes it can be stressful or it can be really draining on me so i feel like cbd really makes you like literally physically but like the your hell actual muscles and your joints too let me show y'all real quick yeah no you can't see it but this is how it look like but they have a whole bunch of other stuff they got like uh stuff for relaxation if you have trouble sleeping mm-hmm. like they got this is my relaxation one like mm-hmm. that's the one that i have because i feel like sometimes just I can be stressed while doing my work, mm-hmm. but like 
incorporating these have helped me just chill out more. No, it does not make you high. It just, it literally helps you relax. I also, whenever I started meditating, I have like a calming balm that I'll rub on my temples. I put a little under my nose as like a form of aromatherapy while I'm meditating as well. And it has like, um, one of them has CBD in it. One of them does have lavender in it Mm -hmm. and it helps like lavender is really good aromatherapy for being stressed. And um, like I was saying earlier, I made lifestyle changes for myself. I reorganized my space that Mm -hmm. I work in, that I live in, because I feel like my space was so a lot going on. It was stressing me out as well. Make I was exercising on a regular. So Mm -hmm. that's something I just made sure I kept like doing is exercising, um, eating better as well. Cause I kind of got to a point where I was just kind of like my eating had fell off. So getting back into like cooking more on the regular eating Mm -hmm. better. Um, I also have been going out less as well, doing more like how we went to the restaurant and we just kind of had like little Mm -hmm. drinks and stuff, but going out, out, I've been going out less as well because I just feel like it's not tying into my schedule. Mm -hmm. Like it needs to. And I feel like it's like you almost stressed because it's like, Oh, if I didn't go out, I would could, you know, could have woke up earlier. You could have did this, you know, you could have did that. So just like what I mean, going out less, I just mean more of like, you know, the bars and things of that nature, kind of just keeping it to like one day out of the mm-hmm. week versus, you know, you doing the whole weekend or whatever like that. But now we've been doing more, just like way more chill mm-hmm. things. Like yeah, <laughs> eating, eating, honestly, eating yeah. and drinking. But um, just, I made a lot of lifestyle changes for myself That's as good. well. That really kind of balance. Thank you. It's Thank something, you. cause sometimes I feel like as humans, you have to realize that on your own, mm-hmm. like where you need to improve. So I'm glad that you, you figured that out for yourself and now you, you feel as if like you're thriving because yeah. of that. So that's really good to hear. And also very encouraging. And so if anyone feels very similar, yeah, you can you definitely have the get power to like, you know, it's just switch, getting real with yourself mm-hmm. and just realizing what are the things that stress me out. Okay. Now how can, if I have control over these things, what can I do about it? How can I go about it? And if I don't have control over these things, what are some things I can add into my life to help me, mm-hmm. you know, feel less stressed about that? Like what activities, what, you know, uh, healthy habits and things yeah. of that nature that I can add into it. So just so, overall, yeah, remember, recap. yeah, overall, remember stress will, can take you out. All right. So remember stress can really have a, a damaging effect on your immune system mm-hmm. and you, your health just overall declines and you do not want to do this. You got one body and you want to you take care of it. You got one body, early. one mind. All in this, all this is connected. Like, literally dualism is literally a term in psychology where your mind and your body are mm-hmm. like connected like they talk to each other basically mm-hmm. and they i feel like they do so it's just like your mental health can have an effect on your physical health and vice versa so just remember to take care of yourselves and it's i can't tell you not to stress because we all naturally do it but just being aware and catching on to yourself and loving yourself and just res- respecting yourself to know that, like, okay, I'm at a point where it's, it don't seem like the stress is going away. What can I do different about it? So take care of yourself, folks. So it kind of ties into our next segment, the mm-hmm. So You Want to Be Entrepreneur. Yes. Um, we're going to talk, we're going to talk about the importance of being disciplined, being focused, setting good work habits and boundaries and scheduling for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like literally both of our segments are tying into, like, yeah, How to apply same. all that to entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I'll go first. Yep, I'll same. just say something very simple. Um, Like, we both have been talking about this this week because we, we 
texting all the time. Yeah. Uh, setting as entrepreneurs, setting work hours. Mm-hmm. So we don't have like that nine to five. Like I don't have to be in the office at this time and this time. So I got to figure out, okay, Mia, when are you gonna work? Like when are you when are your working hours? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's about six a.m. five five or six a.m. um to like five. So that's when I'm working on fitness. Mm-hmm. So I'm either in the gym training. Um, so I kind of in in that I've set my like these are my training hours when I'm gonna train somebody, mm-hmm. and also like my office hours. Mm-hmm. So this this is why I'm gonna sit down on my computer and reach out to clients and do whatever I have to do like in that like the administration background work mm-hmm. and so at first because I went from nine to five to not doing nothing trying to figure out because yeah. I, I quit my nine to five and was not doing anything and trying to figure out how I was gonna do entrepreneurship so I started off with no schedule like I will literally be at Bev's house just chilling <laughs> or at my house just chilling I'll be working within that but I didn't have workouts yeah. and so once I had that conversation with myself okay Mia this is you can't just be chilling you can't just do work one day and not do work the next day you really got to figure out what days of the week you're going to work when you're going to train when you're going to do your administration stuff once I figured that out like I'm able to actually thrive more mm-hmm. I honestly trying to be home all day so I'll um train and then when I'm not training I'm at the gym still working doing something related to my business at a coffee shop or if I do have to go home I'm like working at home. Yeah. So what about you? So um, with me, when it came to uh, like scheduling for myself, so I had an issue with just like I did have like my said work hours, but it was no one went to stop Mm -hmm. for myself. And it's just like uh, it's like, okay, if I say I'm going to at five, I'm done. But then like. I go work out and then I come back, keep working again. And I feel like that was part of the stress. Like closing that computer and just logging off. And I feel like that's my issue doing. You're just doing too much. And it's just like, it's okay to clock out. And I feel like just because you have nobody telling me, or you can, you know, you are scheduling for yourself. You're like, okay, you know, but it's just like Mm -hmm. I had to set that boundary for myself. Uh, If you say that you're, if you're going to do this from 10 to 5, write it out. Write it out. Yeah, 10 to 5. Ended at five. And then the rest of the day, do what you got to do. And I feel like I was just triggering stress for myself because you, I don't know you why forcing I wasn't yourself to, to work. work. You don't and, feel like it. And it's just like, oh, I got to get this done. Yeah. And it's done. It's just like, bitch, just do it tomorrow. But it's just like, I'm just like, oh, I got to get it done. Got to get yeah. it done. Got to get it done. So for me, it was more of knowing when to clock stop. out, like to stop. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you said you're going to do this from this time to this time. Now, for me, it's more of getting other people now to respect my work hours because mm-hmm. I do work from home i feel like people are constantly you know i feel like people think i don't know people think i do all day but i do work like i don't know people (laughs) think this is i'm just taking pictures and watching tv okay well that was work no y'all i'll be working okay so i feel like i don't know what people think i do all day but i feel like people have a hard time treating my schedule Mm -hmm. as if somebody with a nine to five you working a nine to five i work at a school i can't just hop up and go do this whenever or if you need me whatever and it's just like i feel like people think oh you work from home you just do whatever you want you can do it later no these are my work schedules so now like because you know i just put like a little thing on instagram and i just put like a little announcement telling people from 10 to 5 one Mm -hmm. thing i i started doing is putting my phone on do not disturb dnd and that's (laughs) dnd that's what i and now with the update you can have like different do not disturb you have your work your personal whatever so i put a work one Put my schedule in there to where it automatically turns on every day. 
during the week. Yeah. And so that way... That's cool. I put it on one, so it's just like people know I'm serious. Like, mm-hmm. I'm at work right now. Like, I can't just you gotta go let be doing... people know. Yeah, I can't just be doing whatever. But also, too, just to keep myself from being distracted yeah. from being on my phone scrolling. So if I'm not seeing my Instagram notifications, if I'm not seeing... Because it's like when I log... I if got I'm that turned to, off. Yeah, like when I log into Instagram, it's to work. And yeah. I need to keep... And then I can scroll after How, yeah. like after hours that's when i can like you know get on tiktok and look for and fun play around and, and stuff, pl- yeah. yeah but i was like while i'm at work it's very just because i'm in front of my computer my mm-hmm. phone it's very easy to get distracted so turning off those notifications doing do not disturb that helps me also remain in focus but also having people respect my yeah. schedule i use that i have going too. on Mm-hmm. So for me, since I wake up so early, my sleep is like my one of my main priorities. So my phone goes on Do Not Disturb around midnight, like by itself. But I go to bed by like 10. Mm-hmm. So I put it on. So just in case like, you know, y'all like the group message or like anyone that's texting me after 10, I'm not responding because I'm asleep because I yeah. literally getting up at four or five in the morning. Like I have to sleep so like just prior like we were talking about priorities mm-hmm. prioritizing like what you need and setting that boundary to make sure that you follow through and the people around you yeah. don't like you know disturb it because mm-hmm. i so. feel like sometimes people don't intentionally yeah, like the people not, around yeah. you but it's just like you do have to tell people like hey mm-hmm. this is this is my work hour this is my schedule yes i work for myself but you have to respect my schedule and what I have going on, mm-hmm. just like as if I was working, like I said, at a school or I had like a nine to five or whatever mm-hmm. like that. So it's just like if I worked nine to five. My boss just ain't going to just I'm like, hey, you know, somebody uh want me to go do this with them real quick. They're not going to be like, oh, OK. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hell no, nah, your ass on the clock. So yeah. it's just like that's the way I have to treat my schedule as well. So that's just something of for discipline that I've been doing. Just like. Like I said, like almost like a a. A work ha- like a boundary for yeah. myself and for other people to respect because it's like so do not disturb is something that I started uh doing so I read I was I was like get, gathering information for today like I read that so every time you make a decision like your capability of making a decision mm-hmm. like lessens so you're more likely to make like towards the end of the day like you're more likely to make like I won't say bad decisions but kind of like short quick like mm-hmm. short term decisions um, let's say like you're working on something important, like editing content, mm-hmm. like in the morning, you're more, more likely to do better yeah. at performing and creating that content to your best ability versus like at night. Yeah. I, and I was like, that's so true. Like when I work on stuff late at night, I feel like I cannot think. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm trying to think I'm trying to be creative. It's sit my body's relax. like, because you need to be, you need to be, it's decompression time. Dang. So it's time to indulge in things that like. You you can still stimulate your brain, but maybe like watching a good show, mm-hmm. simple reading, scrolling through Instagram, YouTube type of thing, like, but not like serious. Yeah, like same work. I feel like um, part of the reason why I was stressed out is because, like I said, not knowing when to cut off them hours mm-hmm. and why am I creating hair content at eight o'clock at night? Yeah, you know, and it's just like it's like oh, I gotta get it done, I gotta get it done, but it's just like all I'm doing is stressing myself out right now by doing this, and I know I have to get it done, but it's like. I wouldn't even feel satisfied after I got yeah, it done. Yeah, because you know you could just, do better. You know you can. Yeah, it's just like, because it's like now it's late. I'm tired. And it's just yeah. like, you know, You don't whatever. make the, the best decisions. I don't want to say you make bad, but you don't make the best decisions when you are tired. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's the time I should have just been like chilling out mm-hmm. and relaxing. But I'm over here 
working my brain yes. trying to stressing do yourself trying video. to think yeah so uh yeah i i feel like that works in, uh falls into good work habits just like mm-hmm. um knowing when to just relax take breaks mm-hmm. that's a habit that i picked up too is taking breaks and my break is not even me being on my phone my break is doing so because it's like i'm working on my phone mm-hmm. working on my computer so i don't feel like taking a break so if i do take a small break i'll go cook something mm-hmm. i'll go like i'm like it was a little bit i'll go kind of like pick up a little bit it's kind of walking around uh even if i just need to take a shower or even if in that break i want to meditate i start i was doing things that don't make me feel like like you're I have to st- yeah, yeah like that i'm working it's like i have to um uh, just finding like a balance mm-hmm. and so it's like okay i know i need to wash the dishes well i'll uh do dishes on my next break mm-hmm. and getting that done so that way it won't be late way later and you know whatever and i'm just like oh, i forgot mm-hmm. now i gotta you know do all this but um taking breaks and actual relaxing breaks have helped me out a lot versus like i said my breaks i will be on my phone yeah and then i gotta turn around and you know oh okay my break is over then you know now I'm on my phone again, yeah. but it's like working. It's just like no nah, stepping away from like this, these two little devices right here. Stepping away, it's needed. Things that really be stressing my life out. It's just like taking a stepping away from those things. And even if I just I watch one, like I've been rewatching the Jamie Foxx show randomly because mm-hmm. they put it on HBO. But um, just even turning on TV and I just watch one episode, turn it off and go back into it. Things like, but also just keeping the break short. Yeah. sweet you know even if it's something that's 15 minutes now don't yeah, be going I to watch a whole movie or i exercise or read for a break so that helps me too yeah that's good so um but yeah just also i feel like um just staying on your own self at the end of the day mm-hmm. it's, it's really it's really easy to just kind of like fall into whatever just because you do work for yourself so like if you create these habits these boundaries mm-hmm. this scheduling for yourself I feel like it just helps you stay on top, top of yourself. Yeah. And like we said, just telling other people helps you stay accountable as well. Because like, you said it, now you feel like some, it's a part of you that feels like you have to follow through. Yeah. Because like, you said it out loud, and especially for you since you had posted it. Mm-hmm. Like you told the whole world, like, look, these are my business hours. So it's kind of like it, it makes you feel more confident in it like there's something i'm really finna do like i'm really serious about it so i'm really about to tell the whole world like and doing what i say that i'm going to do do, because it's like it's going to be hard for people to respect what you do if you don't even do it for yourself so they're going to be like okay well she said this but yeah she be doing one two three you know or she be hitting me up talking about some you know da 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 so it's just kind of like following through with what you say that you're going to To do, do like actually doing it and it's like i said everything is harder said and it takes a minute like i said i'm not still perfect at the balancing and things like that but it's like i'm actually your effort that i'm actually putting an effort in an attempt and i'm already feeling way and more that's step balanced one. yeah it's action like yes. so i i did a little plan that's for good. myself and then it's like okay like let's put this plan into action good. and it's actually making me feel just way more focused and but i'm focused but not feeling stressed and yes. everywhere and it's just making just overall making me feel better so entrepreneurs out there we got this. You got this. Just, just finding that discipline and being focused. Mm-hmm. It can be tough, especially when you're first starting off. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we've been... Because you have the freedom of time. Yeah. At the so end of the day. that's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing time. and a curse. 
So um, it took a minute, obviously, because I've been doing this since 2018, and I'm still working on it. And I feel like yeah. I just have more of like a consistency in my life now, like where I stay at. Mine's and, just like, like 10 schedule. months, 10, 11 months-ish. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not easy, y'all. But yeah. it can be done. It can be done. It's, and I feel like it's never just going 100% easy. I don't feel like every day is just going to be 100% smooth, you know. Yes. But just making it just a little bit easier on, on yourself, yourself yeah. and allowing yourself to remain focused without being stressed out in the process. Yes. Love it. Love it. I love all the things we got going on today. Okay. All right. Let's get into some funny stuff. First of all, let's talk about Insecure. Yeah. So... As y'all know, the uh, last, show. I think it was like a couple, week or two ago, yeah. maybe when they had the last episode of Insecure. Spoiler alert. So fast Yeah, spoiler alert. If you <laughs> haven't seen it. <laughs> but spoiler alert. So she ended up being with Lawrence. And I'm not going to lie, I was kind of disappointed. I can't believe you took her back. I can't believe. Like, everybody keeps talking about how much like, oh, she's being stale, blah, 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 blah. But it's like. Uh, I can't believe like after like she cheated on him like he took her back that's what I was yeah. shook up like cause he honestly somebody cheated on me yeah I feel you so but I guess it was just like over time you yeah. know like maybe he just like okay she and you know like I feel like he knew he could have been a better boyfriend yeah. not excusing the cheating at all yeah. but I feel like that could be part of the reason maybe why he took her but back I guess I feel like with the relationship that Condola and Lawrence have, like the co-parenting, mm-hmm. I feel like if I'm going to be a stepmama, okay, I could do that because it's not toxic. They on yeah. the same page. It's not like they love each other, that they finna be, it's finna yeah. be drama or beef. I mean, she was friends with Condola. Yeah. So it's just like, like I feel like it's a very easy situation to walk into and make the best of it. So I'm not tripping about them like them being I think together. I was more just annoyed at the back and forth at this point. I was like, oh, child, move on. Like, to both yeah, of them. Yeah, but I feel like they both tried to, but it's kind of like they just kept getting yeah. pulled, pulled together. Isha did mash up. She did. She mashed up big time. And I was but like, sister, that was cool. I feel like the, mo- the thing that I appreciate about the show is friendships and just yeah. life, entrepreneurship, black black people, the young struggle. black people going after their goals. And it showed the good, the bad, and mm-hmm. the ugly, like, from where she started the show is very much realistic it's so realistic and I think that's why I like it so much because first of all Issa Rae is hilarious she's funny she just seemed like she you could be friends with her in real life I feel like that's just how she is in mm-hmm. real life but um, I, I agree the show is very relatable just being young and black and, and just, just trying, trying to, to make your way figure out love figure out work like, figure out friendships um, like even with their friendships because they all became friends in college sustaining yeah. those those friendships after college when everybody is grown mm-hmm. and having you know making time for your friends mm-hmm. making time for you know whatever things like that and uh the struggle of being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and trying to like get it happen because she's like she made it happen eventually but it's like it we watched time. all the steps that it took in that trial and the error and then also just i mean the reality of some relationships as well like casual dating, dating yes yeah, it dating. really showed how shitty casual <laughs> dating is it's so annoying <laughs> Casual dating is kind of annoying. So just it's just like, like sometimes funny, it feels pointless. The funny stuff, the good stuff, the bad stuff that yeah. comes along with that. Like um, like what her and Molly's relationship when it kind of like had fell off and then for a second and they was able up. to bring it back up. I thought that was, even though it made people dislike Molly, but mm-hmm. it's just like, I feel like that is true. People, I feel like in adulthood, their friendships can take a toll. Maybe not even to that degree where they start mm-hmm. talking, but sometimes it might fade a little bit just because, I mean, people are adults and mm-hmm. things don't always align being an adult. And mm-hmm. it's just like having to make that continuous, you know, like effort of the friendship working. So I'm very happy Molly got married. 
I'm did I did too. I was very surprised Thorne. I mean, she did miss him with Andrew because I feel like he was a good dude. Like Asian Andrew, dude. you're the Asian yeah. dude. He was he was good, but yeah, I, mean, I feel like there was just something missing between them. Yeah. It was good, but there was something yeah like just missing. But like her Torian was so awkward and boring, but it's just like but he was weird, but like they matched they though. Matched, but it was yeah. good to see her uh like get married though, because I feel like her dating life is Why the most. Why the hell did have struggle. to die? Yeah, that I was am. very unnecessary. I know we, we we lose people in life, but that was very. I was like, it was very hurtful. Yeah, when they had like the little thing posted over her, I was like, but why? Like I was just like, I ain't. Why guess. couldn't she just like have a stroke and like you know work through those complications? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I get. I don't know because that's all her mama wanted was for her to get married. Yeah, and it's just like. She don't even get to see. That sucks. That literally but does But I guess suck. it's life, so. That is like. That's probably why they did you that. You don't have control over that at all. But, yeah. So, but overall, the show. Wonderful. Um, I really wanted to see uh, Nathan and Lawrence fight, though. When I they got into it. Was it the, fight. I knew they was but I wanted to see it. Who do you think would have won? I don't know. I'm saying Nathan. Just off the sole fact that he's from Houston. Houston, eight. And then also, like, I uh, seen a tweet, and it was like, do y'all forget that when they introduced Nathan, he was beating that dude ass in that car? He was. Uh, and I was like, bro, I literally forgot about that that big old dude in that car. Yes. So I was like, I was like, I'm going to go with Nathan. The way they broke up was so awkward. They didn't, I didn't talk not. about it. They just kind of like, I can't do this right now. Nigga, yeah. what? <laughs> you said it like it. That's literally what he said. It's just too much. It's like, yeah. you were the one. That was fucking tripping. <laughs> okay. Like, it's just like, I feel like, I feel like he also knew that Lawrence and yeah, Issa like had he that, knew. that their undeniable connect. Cause I mean, if we're being real, Nathan wouldn't have even been a factor again if she decided to not cut off. Cause remember her and Lawrence kind of like got back, kind of low key got back together, but she was like, I can't do this because of the baby. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. Nathan was kind of the second choice. If we being real at the end of the day, I was just tired of seeing East San Lawrence. I was like, ooh, child, y'all gonna be the other night. Cheers. But no, overall, the show was great. The fact that Kofi was on there, y'all know Kofi. He was playing Crush on. Kofi's cute. Betty. Betty, Betty. Sorry, Side Jonathan. Point. <laughs> okay. So, moving on to some more news. Um, so, Taco Bell and Subway have wings. Subway now. has wings? Too? I don't know if it's true, but someone had, like, a picture, and they put it on Twitter, and they was like, they have wings now. First of all, I thought it was a wing shortage. Like, a chicken wing oh, shortage. No, I went to... So, Walmart has wing hits. Yeah. They've been going not up. Not yesterday. No. I went to grocery store, being nothing. People been buying them up. Also, the prices have been so rising. good. You go to, like, Wingstop or something, they'll be like, oh, we had to do, like, a dollar increase. Uh, I'll be like... Just give my damn wings. So, okay. it's just, like... Okay, I thought it was a wing shortage. Why is Taco Bell and Subway having wings? But people been posting about it. I don't I'm not going to try it just because I don't eat that shit anyway. I'm not <laughs> so finna I'm get not about to wings eat it now. from a fast food establishment like that. Yeah. Like drive through. It's different if it's chicken. Like, like chicken, chicken express. If you serve yeah, chicken, that's your specialty. I guess I feel more comfortable, but if literally uh at McDonald's, like, what's really wings? It's giving, like, no. You know how you can buy them TGI Friday wings? <laughs> that's what it's really giving. They throwing that in a deep fryer or whatever. I feel, like they, I feel like they probably low-key are because... It's, it's some pre-packaged, pre-cooked, pre-seasoned type yeah, shit. They're but, not really back there. I was looking at the pictures of them, and I was just like, I, I don't know how it. I feel about this. Like, I was like, no. But people been, you know, I mean, I ain't, guess I ain't seen nobody say they're necessarily 
nasty, nasty, I guess. Yeah. But it's just like, I still don't trust you if you're choosing it. Because my sister has said something like, talking about some, oh, I hope they have some mild. I was like, you're fucking disgusting. <laughs> Like the mild sauce? Yeah, but like the wing flavor. I was like, ew. Ew, ew, ew. But, um, yeah, so they got wings. Uh, so shout out to y'all stomachs. Mm-hmm. I hope they are doing well. And um, good luck. All right, next. Moving on. So um, one of my least favorites of the Instagram goyles. But so Ari Fletcher, a.k.a. G Herbo, Baby Mama, Lost a Fenty brand, her Fenty brand deal due to disrespecting towards domestic violence uh, victims. So I don't know if you had a chance to watch yeah, the video. No, I did see it. It was weird. She's weird. Yeah, she's so basically there was this video of Ari. Oh, I forgot what. It's like her, the IG live. Yeah, IG. Yeah, IG live, and she was basically on there. Um, saying we don't care what happened. We don't like. I guess she posted something talking about um like being in toxic relationships and like hitting or like putting hands mm-hmm. on each other so people were i guess in her comments like you know like that's not something to joke about it's not funny like i've been like a real domestic violence you know victim, victim yeah. da, 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 da. so she went on instagram live and basically Saying was like y'all people just in my be com- victims yeah y'all just want to be victims y'all, y'all in my comments we don't care we don't care so what we don't care we don't care basically we don't care what happened to you yeah basically between you and that person yeah we don't care we don't care that's basically joking about it well in the midst of all that, she lost, um, she's been removed from the Savage Fenty, uh, I guess like partnership is what you can call it. And as y'all know, a lot of, it's rumors saying that uh, Rihanna is mm-hmm. like removed her and, you know, she dealt with like the whole Chris Brown thing and stuff like that, you know, with the domestic violence of that. So people was just kind of like, Rihanna don't play about domestic violence. So it's just kind of like, my thing is, one. Mm-hmm. As if you're supposed to be a public figure, you're dumb. You're losing out on your own money for saying, even if you did feel that way, why the hell would you get online and say it? Yeah. Like you literally lose out on partnerships and brand deals that way. If you are considered an influencer or a public figure, you have to be mindful of the stuff that you do. But my thing is they make a lot of these girls that's just, they got they, followers. They clout. just got followers and clap because they're somebody baby mama or they dated somebody or whatever. Mm-hmm. They don't really do nothing of substance, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. But it's just like they have they have followers, so they get mm-hmm. money off of that. So it's just kind of like, but that's goofy on your part. Why would, Why did you think that there wasn't going to be an outcome from that? Like, of course, you're going to lose mm-hmm. out on brand. A lot of uh, even celebrities, they get on here and they post up. Sorry. And they, um, I'm like, did, did you forget that? you're a whole celebrity you can't yeah. get on there and do those things like you have literal agreements with people and also you're just a bad look yeah. and also what you're saying is dumb so um and then too why are you talking about domestic violence uh victims like that in the first place like because you were in a situation where you dealt with domestic violence and you choose to move on from it or to make light of it joke does not mean that other people see mm-hmm. it that way so it's like you can't take your situation and make it the same as others yeah, i like, feel like when you have a platform like because you have a platform you have a responsibility like so mm-hmm. the things that you say hold a heavier weight than someone who doesn't have a platform if you're just some random girl off the street talk, saying stuff like yeah. just like girl whatever but you have people who actually look up to you and you know whatever so it's like you do have to be careful what you say and it is you i feel like when people lose partnerships and deals it is well deserved yeah if you if you say things that hurt people you know deserve with the platform you have the responsibility to hurt 
for help. Yeah, and if literally. you're hurting people, then you're nobody you should wants face to the work consequences of that. Like, because like I said, your word, what you say, and what you do, it just literally holds a heavier weight. Yeah, and it's just like, but you chose to go this route, like yeah. with it, and, and it's just kind of like. But my thing is, why are you online saying? Why are you saying this in general? Like, it's just dumb to me. Like, it's just like, why are you telling people you don't care that they they've been abused? Like, yeah. Just, Anyways, like I said, she's one of my least favorites because I think overall she's just ignorant. If we're being honest, like most people know, I yeah, I can't, I cannot just because it's just like it's just like a lot of the stuff. I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, or I just, I be just like, not everybody needs a platform. That's what I said. Not everybody, everybody needs a platform. Your voice, sign and your a petition to stop giving the the rapper girlfriend baby mama's platforms because a lot besides it wasn't Jada Waiter. She liked one of the ones that she do her thing. She be over there. Make her money. She got her like business going on. More yeah. of like an entrepreneur type, type vibe. Yeah, and so she's like the one. She and she's so cute. You'll never hear nothing bad about her. She's be over there, and it's just like a lot of the other ones that just do a lot. And I just be like, mm-hmm. we know you because you had a baby with somebody. Other than that, we could possibly not even know who you are. So it's just like I don't, I don't understand it. But it's just like like I said, people when you do you play dumb games you win dumb prizes if mm-hmm. we're being honest so it's just kind of like having a platform you do have to watch what you say but that was just plain out ignorance i don't know if she thought like was somebody was gonna save it or yeah. nobody was gonna save or see it or something like that and just like you just on instagram live talking but it's like people literally screenshot and record everything mm-hmm. so okay next moving on we have uh, <laughs> so apparently it's rumored that drake put hot sauce in a condom during intercourse with an Instagram model. So, hold on, it's let me pull it disgusting. up. Disgusting. So, how do um, people find out about people's business? Because this girl put, uh, she she's trying to sue him, and that's so Instagram model ready to sue after Drake allegedly put hot sauce in condom. Allegedly, Drake and the Instagram model met up from Instagram, and the two decided to link up a few weeks ago. The model and Drake had a romantic encounter, and what happened next was crazy. After the party, they went back to a hotel. They smoked weed for a bit and asked if she wanted to have sex. She said she was very intent on ensuring things were consensual. They started with a bit of foreplay, blah, 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 all this other stuff. See, I don't even want to know. Yeah, like, it's going into detail. So, immediately, okay, they had sex, whatever. And then she said she went to the bathroom to dispose of the condom. And she got the condom out of the trash can and opened it to put it into her vagina so i guess she was gonna try to trap him basically so he put hot sauce in it to ruin yeah basically and so why is she trying to see him uh, she said she basically she she tried to pour it in there i guess she didn't know the hot sauce was in it and then like sounds like it's her fault for trying to trap him yeah like you made it seem like literally go in the middle of sex that. he has some attempted, Louisiana, like <laughs> attempted yeah he, something that you just try i'm to pretty do. sure if this is true that's not his first rodeo of he's a whole celebrity yeah his first rodeo of somebody trying to trap him or do whatever so it's just like how are you gonna sue because you were gonna theft of sperm <laughs> <laughs> like what i just be okay the ig the ig girls are losing their minds these this ig model thing is just getting by nerves i really hate when people are like trying aren't to you an that? instagram that so model i'm like no because some I of them be doing the fool i don't understand my thing is how are you gonna sue him you went in there like ooh, and you're telling uh, us you're a trapper at this point it's like, like 
you're I think manipulating. She's a, I think she's anonymous. Like whoever it is, I don't think they've exposed. Yeah, they haven't uh, said who she's specifically. They just said Instagram model. But yeah, uh, sister, that's on you because you're dumb. You're of weirdo. course, and he, like said, and you deserved whatever. <laughs> and then the thing is, you did it. You didn't even check it and look at it. You just you didn't see the hot sauce in there. Unless maybe he put like a little, oh. like a little drive to us, something. I don't know, but it's just like you're dumb. I don't know if that was her first time, but it's just like do better. But yeah, so. I I was thinking it was gonna be something different. Like he was like, on some weird foreplay type. No, no, girl, you just goofy. So if that is true, you should be better. ashamed. <laughs> Literally. Anyways, <laughs> mama crying real tears right now. Okay, so my Angelou, my Angelo will be the first black woman to be featured on a U.S. quarter or just like um a coin, a coin. That's really cool in general. So um the <laughs> this is. The first thing is we're still waiting for the Department of Treasury to roll out those twenty dollars here in your tummy bills. The lies, the lies. <laughs> but um, they're producing um, states coins um in honor of my Angelo on the quarter. So I think that's um really cool. I'm looking it at is. it. It looks really lit. Like it has her like yeah, standing yeah. and has like the beam of lights. But I think that's really cool. That I feel like, of course, everybody knows and loves my Angelo. Like. Mm-hmm. It's like a voice you can't forget. At all, very distinct, very uh, and you know she's that she's that girl of mm-hmm. her, of course. So I think that's really cool that they're um, they're doing that. But it's just like um, we still need our reparations too. <laughs> girl, so, we ain't never getting that. Okay, well, you I still need them. Please, <laughs> please, and thank you. But no, I think that's cool that they're like honoring my Angela. Yes. And then lastly. I don't know if you've seen this. I have not. I'm looking at this now. So, oops, bless you. But um, it's like a trend. Uh, not even a trend. It's like trending right now. Uh, Elmo. I don't know if you've seen the Elmo sound mm-hmm. on. Uh, he's like onions, carrots, something, vinegar, or whatever. Like, you know, yeah. it's a big word for Elmo <laughs> or whatever. It's like randomly trending on uh TikTok. TikTok. But also, people started finding these videos of him. And um, Rocco, <laughs> which is a pet rock, and him like having beef with the rock. It is so funny. He be so whoever like the person is that does the MLB is funny because they you really have, have to be funny to do this. Really, I'm just like he'll be like it's like Elmo never seen a pet rock eat. Elmo's never seen da 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 da. Like the girl was like. Uh, <laughs> She was like, you coming to the birthday party? He's like, oh, whose birthday is the birthday? It's just like The Rock. And he like turned towards the camera. It's giving very much the office. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and then when it came to like blowing out the candles and it's like, okay, make a wish. And he was just looking at The Rock like, it's not going to blow it out. And it was one where he wanted to get on a swing, but she had The Rock on the swing. He's like, Elmo wants to turn. And she was like, no, he said he's not done playing in. He's like, he's a fucking rock. That's funny. Bro, it's so funny. I was like, it's so random how... His menace ways. And then it's just like random videos of him like just doing random stuff. I was like, who knew Elmo was such a menace? Like, yeah. it's so funny. I I love it. It's just random. It's so random, the things that, that get go viral. That are trendy. Like, yeah. it's just random. But yeah, so that was what's new. So we finna wrap things up with life, life hacks. hacks. And we're going to um talk about actually sticking to your New, New Year's, Year's resolutions, resolutions because, you know. I feel like everybody come up with resolutions and mm-hmm. we're very quick to fail it. So 
just gonna wrap things up. We're gonna talk about, I guess, like our maybe one or two of our own, and then just kind of like how plans we stick and just gotcha, gotcha. So uh, I go. Yeah. So I guess something that I'm wanting to do is like make more nutritional um, products, like as far as like guides and help, uh, like ebook type stuff mm-hmm. um, for my for customers, mm-hmm. and I feel like I start stuff i have so many projects that i've started and i'm not finished and so i really want to like follow through with them this year so i feel like being more accountable like kind of like everything we just talked about is kind of like tying in mm-hmm. um like writing things out telling people like i'm telling the podcast i'm telling you I, i've been telling people that i'm close to like uh just some of the things that i want to do and i want to see happen i feel like it's going to happen because i'm like my word for this year is intentional. Mm-hmm. Like really focus on being intentional with everything that I do and writing it out. So my planner, I'm like, okay, I have, I want to accomplish these big projects. I, I'm going to have to break it down. And like every week, this is what I need to do to get there. So every week I'm recording. Cause I'm like talking about like, not a cookbook, but like I'm really recording like my recipes. Cause I just been finding online, like rest, like I see healthy things, but I'm like, this is not realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, to make for everyone so kind of like just simple things you can go to walmart uh get these ingredients and make this healthy meal so actually recording that process of me cooking and preparing it so i'm doing mm-hmm. two each week which i already started so i did okay, cool i recorded a meal um day before yesterday so i just have to edit it so my goal each week is to record two meals edit it and uh and edit it to have the video ready that's good i like that i like that mm-hmm. i think there's going to benefit a lot of um people getting that information from you so for me, one of my resolutions is just um getting more back on YouTube mm-hmm. and getting consistent with YouTube. So YouTube is one of those things that I feel like I just kind of lost my way in it and it just became stressed. I didn't see a benefit in it. And I just kind of like fell out with mm-hmm. YouTube and then I kind of picked it back up this summer. But then, like I said, I just my scheduling was kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like. I wouldn't make time for it. So this year, my goal is to get on YouTube. But just when I'm doing it and fitting into my schedule, that it makes sense and it's not stressing me out. So the goal is realistic for me. I was like at least one video a week. If I can Mm -hmm. do two, that's cool. But at least one video a week and doing content that does not uh, take like an extremely long time to create. Because that's the thing about YouTube is just like if you do something that like some like hair that takes extremely long time to make. And then when it gets into editing and stuff, yeah, it'd be that's very like three hours of footage you that have to I have edit to edit and through. break down into like twenty it's, minutes. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. So it's just like for me getting content, or even if if I know that I'm going to do a video that's going to be longer, dedicating like a work day mm-hmm. specifically for that video, so that way I won't be trying to like do too many things at one time. So um. That's that's one of my resolutions, like for myself, is just getting back consistent on YouTube. So, like I said, just being intentional mm-hmm. and planning out. So I just started the process of planning out how I'm gonna go about it. Ideas that I have for myself, kind of like okay, um, what days would be best for me to record? What mm-hmm. days are best for editing these videos for me? What days will I like to put out videos? What type of content? So mm-hmm. it's just like for me, I'm going to be trying to do because I feel like I had a lot of hair content on there. And yeah. That's part of the reason why I was stressing out. So it's like I'm going to make sure I do more skincare, lifestyle, beauty, just like I kind of been uh, creating some like versatility on my Instagram and my yeah, TikTok page, doing the same thing to my YouTube. So just kind of like bringing that same energy. And same for the podcast. This is something mm-hmm. for both of us. Like we've 
talk about all the time. We had a meeting a few weeks ago. It was mm-hmm. like being intentional, being consistent, coming each week to record. Um, and just like even the Instagram stuff, YouTube mm-hmm. stuff to really like push it out. So, yeah. Yeah, so we did some like reorganizing yeah. and things uh, like y'all that. Y'all noticed how we did the segments? Yeah. So we like different. reorganized the order. We talked about how much time we want to spend on talking about each subject mm-hmm. and really trying to give you guys like the best show we possibly can. So... Yeah, so just when it comes to resolutions, I say the number one tip is just really being intentional, intentional. in what you are doing. Because it's like we like to say, oh, I'm going to do, do this. I want to do that. But it's just like like things are easier said mm-hmm. than done, done at the end of the That action. Yeah, so it's just like that actual, yeah, like the action of being intentional, writing it out, mm-hmm. setting reminders for yourself, finding that balance to where this new thing can fit into your schedule yeah. well so you can make it work. So... I just feel like you are an intentional in this change that you want to make it and just being extremely self-aware. Your actions self-aware. will literally follow through yeah. because you're put you're dedicating mental energy mm-hmm. to like planning it and think of it and your follow, your actions are literally going to follow suit. Yeah, physically. That's and how intentionality works. And then I eventually like. it just fits it's into life. your schedule yeah. and you just then come into it everything and then you're doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's hard those first couple of weeks because it takes a minute to create like a, a habit mm-hmm. or to like make something seem like normal i guess like you know regular that it fits into it but you got to just be intentional about it and and patient results patient of whatever it is that you're trying to do Mm -hmm. patience is definitely i always say consistency over time Mm -hmm. is can be applied that that theme can be applied i always say for fitness but it can be applied to so many different areas oh yeah consistency Consistency over time you'll see those results you just you got to put that work in before it. you see the benefits yeah and actually being yeah. patient to see the results that you're you know looking yeah. for and whatever it is and then with uh-huh. that emotional like you said um checking on your emotions and stuff mm-hmm. um so even though you're not seeing what you want like checking your emotions even though i'm not seeing it this is how i still feel i'm still yeah, enjoying it like, i still feel motivated i yeah. still feel determined you know i still feel like keep going you know things like that so just kind of like emotionally checking in with yourself as well self-motivation that positive Mm self-talk that definitely will help you with staying on your resolutions as well just you can do it Mm -hmm. bitch you doing a good job you You doing doing a a good good job job. (laughs) all right thank y'all for tuning in see y'all next episode bye